This week on Nintendo Maine, we are live, coming in from California to talk about uh, The Wizard for our 100th episode. And you guys can say something now. Hey, we're live. I already forgot what I was going to (laughs) say. We're live. I hope, right? I get 50,000 on Double Dragon. And I love the Power Glove. It's so bad. Yeah, that was not what I meant, originally bad. meant to say, but I forgot. I totally forgot what I was going to say. Oh, I threw on some Vision Streetwear. There we go. enough of that <laughs> we, uh remember when we wrote lyrics to that song jeremy way back when i do the uh when it was a praise song yeah i wrote a, a praise i never song. heard these lyrics i don't remember them yeah it's it's a oh i mean it's pretty it's pretty easy it's like uh it's like praise the lord because he's good and it's just that you say that like three times oh and, and then, then at the end it's like up. praise the lord because good yeah that's basically what it is yeah that's our uh it's pretty fun that's what that is anyway hey this is our first live podcast on the internet on the youtube uh we're your hosts join us on our uh, we're your hosts i'm trey i have 97 of them (laughs) you know all 97 of them yeah well uh Mikowski. And John? I'm John. California! California! <laughs> <laughs> well, we're, uh, we're, we're already crashing here. All we're right. doing all right. We're doing all so, right. 40 yeah. minutes late, too. <laughs> 47 minutes late. Uh, you know, technically we have difficulties. I'm sure it happens every time somebody does a live show. Hey, Mario 3 well, is you know, late a lot, so... Yeah. Like every other Nintendo game, we want you to you want to want to think of us like Ocarina of Time, right? Right. So you can delay us constantly, or uh, Breath of the Wild, even. A good game can be delayed eventually, just like a good podcast, <laughs> or something like that. I don't remember what he said. Yeah. Anyway, uh, you know, this is our hundredth episode. Crazy, big one zero zero. You know, we're here to bring you all the Nintendo news that you want from fans like you. That's that's us. We're. Uh, we're you know we're on the we're street level street level podcast news here. What That's we got? Uh, do you guys want to talk about news first? Or do you want to talk about games that we played or bought this week? We do one or the other. So I dropped some cash on the eShop. Well, first off, I did before that. I bought a uh, Resident Evil Revelations two, and I used the uh, PayPal discount thing. That's out there. If you spend over twenty dollars on PayPal, they'll give you a five dollar credit. So I ended up getting, well, they basically take $5 off of your $20. So I bought Resident Evil Revelations 2 for 15 bucks. That was cool. And I've been playing that game. That game's a lot of fun. It's uh, It looks a lot better than Resident Evil 1, and uh, it has a lot of cussing in it, some pretty funny cussing. Nice. So that's interesting. But it's cool well, to play. So I recommend it if you like Resident 
Did you think those cussing was in Xeno? Yeah. Uh, originally, <laughs> I think I remember you talking about that. Uh, I might have. Spoilers for future episodes, but yeah, no, I might have thought that at one point. Yeah, you said in that future. in the future. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, I was confused <laughs> on it, but yeah, no, it's a, uh, it's, it's, and uh, you know, Barry's in it. He gets to, he get to play as him. So I know everybody wanted to play as Barry. There's a lot of they, they make a lot of jokes about the uh, Resident Evil One. Like you basically see both of Barry's lines, like a uh, Claire Redfield, like your Claire Redfield in it, pretty good. But yeah, it's it's fun to play. But uh, aside from that, I also bought I bought ukulele last night, yesterday. How's that? Just, oh, you took the plunge, huh? I did just because I've been waiting around for ukulele. Oh, I've been waiting around for ukulele for so long that uh, that you know, I I was like, ah, uh, I should get it. I should, I should get it now. I've I've been I've been waiting forever, and it's out now. And I've always wanted to play it. And you know, we've been talking about it for like years. I feel like on the on the podcast, and it's finally out. And so it's just like, you, you know what? I, I want to have my own opinion on it. And from all the reviews that I've heard of the Switch version, it's definitely the best version of Ukulele. You know, people are praising that. Like, it doesn't really have any. I haven't run into any technical issues aside from my uh, my controllers seem to be like losing sync with the system when it's in handheld mode which i don't know if that's the uh ukulele or if that's just or if that's just my system because uh when i was trying to like tweet stuff through the system it was doing the same thing but like though basically you know the joy cons will like disappear and i have to like hit l and r and like reconnect them like every like 30 seconds or two minutes or whatever so that sucks so i was dealing with that but playing it on the tv it works fine like with the pro controller so hopefully that's not a a switch problem because that would suck if I if it takes away like the best part about the switch like all of a sudden it's not boardable then it's kind of like you know especially since I'm that's strange usually those syncing issues happen when it's docked yeah no I mean it was with the joy cons like they kept like disappearing so oh are you guys not hearing me until later no I think that you're not hearing me until later oh I mean I can hear you Right now. Over here. Okay, cool. <laughs> what do you think about the price? Maybe though, I'm right? the one who's got the... What? What do you think about the price? $40? Uh, it seems like a lot to me. I mean, that's how much the game is. You know, they didn't bring down the price. So, I, I understand. I mean, that's kind of... We're in this, like, be- beautiful day days of the Switch where it's like, you know, whatever you release, people buy, it seems like, for the most part. Unless it's, like, some indie stuff that gets swept under the rug because there's so much shit on there. But, you know, I mean, they released Doom for 60 bucks, even though you can buy it for $20 on PS4, you know, and people still bought it. So that's, I think that's just kind of like the... That's, I mean, that's just kind of the state we're in on the Switch. I mean, they released Skyrim for 60 bucks. That's a five-year-old game. You know, it's like, I don't think that game's worth five yeah. cents, but, you know, people bought that too, so... <laughs> I was thinking about buying buy ukulele. I almost took the plunge last night. I'll probably buy it, but uh, I was rationalizing to myself that I paid $40 for a color splash. I thought so, you paid 60 you know, I can for... give another game a try that may be like, mediocre instead of great. Yeah. Speaking of something that's $40 that's not worth it, this is a news thing, but I'm going to say it anyway before I forget. I found that you can buy WWE 2K18 on uh, Amazon for $39.99. It's actually completely sold out right now, though. But I thought about it for a second, but I'm glad that I didn't Uh because 
it got reviewed on IGN and it's the lowest reviewed Switch game out of all of them. It got a three point eight out of ten. I've watched wow. videos I've watched videos of it on YouTube and uh pretty much the consensus is that it's pretty much unplayable for any for any uh, matches with more than two people in it. So that's uh that's awful. I said it needs okay. it really needs a, a patch to fix it in uh you know big time. So that sucks. Because I thought I was about actually kind of excited for that game, especially after our, our WCW episode. Yeah, I mean, for wrestling games again, and I thought about buying it, but yeah, well, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't buy that for three point eight though. Yeah, I mean, I would wait to see if they they need to like release a patch that fixes it. But I heard it's all sorts of broken. Like I've watched some videos of it where you know, like you can't get back in the ring, or like guys aren't hitting each other, and it's and like the audio cut cuts out. Like I'm sure you've noticed it sometimes like doing streams or whatever jeremy where like your microphone isn't connected right and it's like like that like that's what the game sounds like (laughs) it's like it shouldn't sound like that you know like where it completely well i guess you know sometimes doom's audio would drop but it would just like go down it never sounded that bad like where it's like you know we're just only pieces of it i don't know but people still buy it i still still see people online playing the game so I don't know, and it's like I said, it's sold out on Amazon for their thirty nine ninety nine price point. So, whatever. But uh, but Maybe ukulele hoping it'll get fixed eventually. Yeah, but ukulele doesn't do any of that. Like, there's there's no audio problems, and it definitely runs really really well. Any of the issues that I saw people say about the PS4 Xbox One version of it is not there. Like, there's no screen tearing, or there's no like drop frame rate. I think it looks really good. I think it looks really pretty. There's some weird design choices in it that I was talking to John about earlier. Probably the stupidest thing, like my major, major gripe with the game right now, is that you have like a power meter. Like kind of like, uh, you know, if you played any of some old superhero games, they would do that where like, you know, you can only, like for Cyclops, you could only shoot his eye, his eye beam for however long. It's dumb. But uh, imagine, imagine you're playing Super Mario Odyssey, you know, and you do the move where you like roll where you do the roll move and you can only do that for like 30 seconds and then you have to recharge your bar. Like that's basically what ukulele does to you. And that's really annoying. Like you get a move, you so get all the special moves take up a power meter. Yeah. Which is stupid. Like that. I don't know whose idea that was, but they should have shot that down in the, uh, in the meeting room. It's like, uh, why? Because, because there's a move that you do where, uh, you know, where, like, Laylee or whoever runs on the other guy and, and you, like, run faster, you know? It's, like, kind of like the move where uh, Kazooie would, like, walk with his feet, you know, and it'd make you run faster. And you can only do it for so long. And there's, like, races where you have to use that the whole time. And you have to collect these butterflies to, like, refill your meter while you're doing this race. So it's, like, makes the race a lot less fun because once you run out of, once you run out of gas or your, you know, your meter you're pretty much dead in the water. Like you have to, you know, you can run really slowly and yeah. So that sucks. But aside from that, it's fun. You know, there's some cool bosses that I played. It definitely feels like a 64 game, you know, like a banjo three or whatever, that type of thing. Yeah. Grant Kirkhope is doing the music and you can definitely tell it sounds a lot like uh, it could be on the banjo soundtrack or the Donkey Kong 64 soundtrack. But I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know if I give it like a full recommendation yet, but I mean, I played it for like three hours last night and had a lot of fun with it, but I've only played the first level, the first like world. So I haven't gotten to the casino yet. The casino is supposedly the worst. So 
So did you feel compelled to play it some did more? Did you feel compelled to collect everything before going to the next level? Uh, I mean, there's not a whole lot of stuff to collect. Like, there's a there's like feathers that you collect that you sell to this snake named Trousers, and he gives you new moves for giving him these feathers. And you collect pages. You collect like a book pages that are called pages. You know, like jiggies. And when you collect a certain amount of pages, it adds to the book and it makes the level bigger, which is kind of weird. Like you, you'll collect like four pages or pages, and then you leave the world and add the page to the book that is the world, and then you go back into the book, and then the world's bigger. So there's like more stuff added to it. So there's like more, you know, page, pages or whatever that you can get out of it. Is basically the way it works so far. But yeah, I mean it's it's fun. I'm having fun with it. I mean I definitely want to come come back to it. I'm not gonna stop playing it, you know. But that's my impressions of that so far. But I mean it's 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 kinda up to you. Like I was just it was mere curiosity for me and like I said, we've been talking about ukulele for a long time on the show and it's finally out and you know it was supposed to be a Wii U game and it didn't come out for that, so it was kinda yeah, like it's supposed to be Wii U. Yeah. So I was like, you know what, it's out, it's on Nintendo. I should just get it. You know, I've been waiting for it to come out forever, and now it's out, and I'm just... <coughs> that was my... Uh, that was how I basically convinced myself to get it. You know, but it's kind of up to you whether you want it or not. <laughs> I can't really say, like, oh, yeah, you should definitely get it. But from what i played for it so far, it's not... I don't think it's bad. I don't think it's by any means a bad game. It seems like a it seems like a seven, like a solid seven out of ten right now. You know, it's another three D adventure game right now. And yeah, it's a three D platformer. Kind, so those uh, those games, try. those games don't really exist as much as they should anymore. You know, so that's a. Uh, I mean, it's either this or Poi. Like, which one do you want? You know, <laughs> if you want more three D platformer action, that's not uh, Super Mario Odyssey. You know, but it's cool. Also, uh, Romancing Saga came out today. I haven't played it yet, but I bought that. Romancing Saga 2. It's uh, I I just listened to the Retronauts, but they were talking about apparently Saga, the original Saga game was Final Fantasy Legends one on uh, Game Boy on Game Boy Straight Up way back in the day, and Saga is like a series, you know, is that series, and then later it was changed to Romancing Saga. Anyway, this is like an old school 16-bit RPG, and I love those games, and it's twenty bucks, and I was really excited that it was coming out because like just got announced like last week. So I got that one and downloaded it, and uh, I think uh, I think that's it for for what I've gotten so far. There's actually Is a it uh, like uh, graphically updated the Romancing Saga two. Yeah, it, yeah, it looks like the. I mean, it, from what I saw in the videos, it looks like it originally does, but they made it like widescreen and like you know made the sprites HD and all that stuff. But I'm going to stream that today at some point after our live show, so. If anybody's watching us, you could watch me play that later. I'm gonna start from the beginning and stream it on on the uh, Twitch world. That'll be on Twitch, though, right? Yeah, I mean, I could stream it on here too. I might. I thought about doing it on here in case we have. I can't. I can't tell like whether we're whether we have anybody watching us or not. So I don't know. <laughs> oh, there's the live chat. Anyway, yeah, that's my purchases. I also got I got nine parchments, but. I haven't played that game yet, so that was kind of a game to get. I bought, bought it to play a co-op with Jess, so we haven't had time to play it yet. But yeah, I kind of just 
dropped some money on the eShop and just, you know, I figured I was going to do that. Cool. I bought um, oh, bought yeah. a carrying case for my Super Nintendo Classic this week. Oh. That was my purchase. Because you're yeah. going to travel with it? So, uh, yeah. Uh, it hasn't arrived yet, so uh, but I probably will bring mine home for Christmas. So I thought, why not? It was twenty bucks. Is it like a? Does it have a handle and everything? It does. Yeah, it's um. It kind of looks like the the one that I have for Switch. You know, I got this one for Switch. Kind of looks like this. It's a little bit bigger. Yeah. Okay. And, cool. Yeah. It's not plastic. It's not like that. Uh, the Game Boy, the original Game Boy carrying case or anything like that. No, it's not like that. The one that I had for for my original Game Boy was actually just cardboard covered in like vinyl. Yeah, and it was like super cheap. Remember, remember those things back in the day? It was just like you know, it's for kids, whatever. But now they make them really nice, and uh, it's the same material as that standard Switch one. Oh, okay, cool. I think I have that Switch one too. You didn't. Uh, you didn't pick up Human Fall Flat. <laughs> no, I didn't. I thought about it though. I still might get that one. It looks I, pretty fun. I heard it's a lot like Octodad. That's why. So that's why I mention it. It's like a similar like thing Octodad, so where it has like yeah, a probably get it. crazy, like weirdly moving thing. That I really it's... want to check out Floor Kids. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't checked out Floor Kids yet. I, Polybridge is out now too. I remember you expressed uh, interest in that game for the Nindies. How know. much is that? Another twenty dollar game? Polybridge? I think so. I don't know. Uh, what was it? SteamWorld Heist is coming out on the 28th. Like that just got put up for the, for like stuff coming up later. And also, um, another one of note is that, uh, whatever it's called, the Smash Brothers, um, the, the Smash Brothers Brawl clone, Brawlout. Brawlout comes out on Tuesday. You can pre purchase that. That one's only 20 bucks. That's kind of something I wish that we could. You know, if we all got it, we could play it online and try to like stream it and all that. I'd like to do that someday. We, Jeremy and I, tried to do it for Worms, but it wasn't really working. But hopefully, eventually, I'd like to do some sort of like online stream thing where you can like hear all of us talking and show like stream the game. Also, is what I'm hoping to do in the future. So that game would be perfect for that. Yeah, but if we all got Brawl out, we could we could play that game. You know, it's pretty cool, and it's only twenty bucks. Like I'm I'm probably I'm gonna get it probably. But it'd be cool, yeah, if we could all play it online or whatever, you know. But I think that's I that's the big. Uh, I think that's the big releases of note for this week. Get my switch right here so I can look at it live. I guess that's kind of a that's our news, like sort of bleeding into the uh, stuff we bought this week. But that's fine, no big deal. I bought I bought a Nintendo related gift for a for a uh, 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 Polybridge is only fifteen, Jeremy, so it's even even less. Oh, nice! Fourteen ninety nine. That's the magic price point. Yeah, fourteen ninety nine. Uh, Mutant Muds is out now too. I mean, if anybody played that, I had it for three DS, but I didn't play any of the later ones after that. But Mutant Muds was done by Renegade Kid, the same guys who did like uh, the um, the crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, those, those crazy horror uh, first-person shooter games that I can't remember yeah, right yeah. now. Moon and uh, Dem- uh, was it Dementium the Ward? Delirium yeah, yeah, or? yeah. Dementium and Moon. 
No Dimentium, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right, which I do have Dimentium 1 and 2. And I have Moon. I have the re-release of Moon from 3DS. And then they did Moon, like, in a weird episodic way on, yeah, on 3DS. Yeah, I ended up getting it. It was in the, uh, or no, it was in the Humble Bundle, but I had already already bought it before that. Humble Bundle. It was. Yeah. So, yeah, there's some stuff of note that came out. But it's crazy. They're still pumping out. Uh, oh, yeah, and there's also a, uh, there's there's a Japanese Hiragana Pixel Party comes out tomorrow for nine dollars, so I'm gonna get that. It's a it, it's just a game. It's like a mini game that helps you helps uh, teach you hiragana. hiragana. Yeah, you know, there's like Hiragana, Katakana, and uh, and uh, Kanji, the different Japanese symbols. For like the past like I don't know however long I've been trying to slowly teach myself Japanese, so. That's uh, I was I was gonna try to because I did actually buy a teach yourself Japanese game for Wii U, but it was too hard because you had yeah. to download because you had to like pretty much oh, memorize all the kanji stuff and all that. And I I'm took a Japanese that... class in college, and within the first month or so, I could I could read it phonetically. Like, oh really? Wow! With, with some of the basic stuff, I didn't know what I was saying. Sounded out. Sounded out. Yeah, yeah, but I could. Um, it's not. Seems like to me it's not not as complicated as some people might might think. Yeah, actually, but it's still pretty hard. Like the kanji and stuff. Yeah, th- that's what knows all this. I think that's the hardest part is the symbols yeah. and writing it and all that. But the actual speaking yeah. of it is easier because, like, uh, the way Japanese works, it's like kind of s- more. It's more simplified. It's like mostly objective. Uh, if you know a lot of objectives, right. you can uh, or adjectives, you can say a lot of stuff pretty much. And uh, the way that Japanese sentences work is kind of like the way Yoda talks. It's pretty much like everything's backwards. You know, it's like, uh, you know, where, like, you say the subject first and then the rest. or You, you know what I mean? Y- Yoda speak. That's the way you know what a you lot mean, of I do. foreign languages are well, yeah. non-English languages. Yeah, but you like can get Spanish a... Spanish and French and Italian and all that. But apparently you can get a long way just knowing uh, descript- descriptive words and stuff like that. Because you can just basically say a couple and... You know, get by like that. I don't know. I've been listening to Japanese podcasts. It's a completely side note that's not Nintendo, but yeah, the Hiragana thing is nine dollars, and I'll, I'll probably get it. And hopefully, it's. I guess that would be helpful if you ever went to Japan. Yep. So yeah, that's uh, coming out. Brawl out's coming out. Oh, uh, I, I wanted to mention it. I forgot to mention it last week because it wasn't up there yet. But the mom hid my game. That crazy game is a uh, has shown up on the coming soon. It's coming out. Uh, it's coming out right before. Well, it's next week. It comes out oh. on the twenty first. But you remember? I'll probably the, get that. I mean, it just looks so stupid. That weird ass game. I'll try it out. Yeah, that weird game from the Nindies where they showed <laughs> the mom hid my game, which apparently is a. It's been out in Japan. It's a. It's only five dollars actually. So, I, I'm, I'll I think I'm going to get it too. It's four ninety nine. I mean, that's. That's probably. I mean, I know there's some three dollar games on there, but that's about as cheap as you're going to get on the eShop for a game. So, yeah, you should, <laughs> we should all get that one and try it out, just because it's such a weird Japanese. Pinball FX is free. Yeah, it is, but the one I did download Pinball FX. I did yeah. get that game. Did you figure out um, how to do vertical? It's a yeah. yeah. You have to like hit the minus button. They don't really. Yeah, it took me a minute to figure out how to do it because. Uh, None of the camera options did it, and there are no options. It seems like a that pinball version seems like you think a. You uh, don't know how to do it in the future, huh? What? 
Do you think you'll know how to do it in the future? Yeah. I seem to remember in the future you didn't know how to do it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't know how to do it in the future. But, uh, yeah, um, it, it seems like a very, very, like, small version of that game, though, because you don't get, you only get, like, a, a small percentage of what's available for Zen Pinball, which is kind of annoying. Like, you can't get, you can't get any of the Marvel games. You can't get any of the Star Wars games. You can't get any of, like, like, I don't think, like, the Walking Dead game's on there, or, like, the South Park game. Walking or, like, Dead was on there. I know the South Park one isn't, though. Or the Street Fighter one isn't in there. It's like, if you're going to put Zen Pinball on there, you should be able to get at least the Marvel shit, you know? I found that right. disappointing, that it's not all the stuff. One second. I I did download a uh, pinball table. I downloaded uh, the Portal one, but I haven't tried it yet. But I figured I'd throw oh, a couple bucks cool. at the game to... Yeah. And it looked really cool, right? I watched like a teaser video of. How much three was it? Bucks, I think. Like two bucks, two, three two, bucks. It was two or three. Yeah. I, I fixed. It. I fixed my hat here. The, my cat was like crying by the door, and I didn't want her to do that for that long. For for our. Well, that's why I had to go a second ago. Yeah. Same reason. Cat problems. Yeah. Cat problems. All right. Uh, did Did you buy anything, Jeremy, or have you been playing anything this week? I did not buy anything, no. Uh, do you have any... Have you been playing uh, anything? Yeah, I've been playing Xenoblade a lot. Oh, okay. I can. Did you make it to the part with the play yet? Not yet. Okay. No. That, that, that's I'm where... Still, I, uh, I still think I'm kind of early on, but... Okay. That, I, that's... Uh, I've got... Uh, I'm t- t- having three characters now that can all have things uh blades okay so you still have poppy or did you get a van dam i got van dam yeah so you have four players yeah that's totally his name is van dam but you can take poppy out of your Mm -hmm. out of your team now which is the first thing i did when i got van dam yeah i'm like yeah i still have like get the hell out i still don't I, i need to study but i still don't completely understand how to upgrade her Oh, yeah. You have to play that game a bunch, I guess, the Tiger Tiger thing, and get all the treasures or whatever. But I was fine with not with not using him, <laughs> with just putting uh, Van Damme in there, which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. once uh, I got to the play part, and that was as far as I got. So once you get to the play, you'll know where I'm at, and then wherever you get past that, you'll be well, ahead, ahead of me. Y'all caught it. Oh yeah! Speaking of stuff, I'm that getting I'm getting a hang of the battle system, and I'm really liking it. The more I figure it out. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, speaking of stuff that we bought, well, I didn't buy it. I already bought it, but it just came out. Have you played? A, anybody played a DLC part two yet for uh, Breath of the Wild? I have not. I'm holding off until I beat every inch, as I said of of the original game. Okay, so you're never um, going to play it. Is basically what you're saying. <laughs> What's that? I said, so you're never going to play it. Is basically what you're saying. Probably never going to play it because um, to get every inch of Breath of the Wild is probably going to take like two more years or something. And Breath of the Wild three will be out by then. So you know, we'll, yeah, prob- I we'll probably I didn't have DLC one yet. So yeah, I just want to beat the game pure as it was meant to be. Well, you can't play DLC 100%. two anyway until after you beat the game, so you wouldn't be able to do it yet. But uh, I did it. it uh, it's part of our news thing, but. During the Game Awards last week, last Thursday, and I wa- ended up watching all of them. They were pretty interesting. You know, they had like an orchestra there, and like uh, the Pauline lady came out and sung, uh, you know, Odyssey and all that. And 
I was I was yeah. ups- I was upset that she didn't look like oh, Pauline. Cool. She has a she has blonde hair, not black hair. She should have at least wore a wig. I'm, I'm kidding, but <laughs> I was just in my mind. I always thought that was <laughs> Pauline, but she was wearing a dress like that looks like Pauline. But no, they did a whole like orchestra live, uh, you know, Odyssey SC song and all that. And uh, Nintendo, uh, well, uh, basically, Breath of the Wild took like one like every thing it was nominated for. I think got Game of the Year. Right. I know like uh, Mario Mario Rabbids like got like best strategy. I think Mario Odyssey, the only thing it won was like best family game, but they did they did win a bunch of stuff. Yeah, on there. But uh, but but in the middle, I think I I like Zelda better than Mario. I think it's a bigger game, a more complicated game. Uh, That's saying a lot because I think Odyssey is is amazing. I like Odyssey better than Zelda, but that but this will be a conversation that we're going to have for our uh, game of the year episode, which will be. Episode one hundred two. Yeah. So I want to save some of that for that. One hundred two. Yeah. Sure. But I have a uh, I have thoughts on that, especially returning to Zelda, like for DLC two. It's kind of like. Yeah. Yeah. Did you? I get- like it so far. I haven't gotten very far into it, but that's the other thing I've been playing this week, which have, I had forgotten. Yeah. Have you gotten past the temples, Jeremy? I've beaten one. I've beaten one temple. Oh okay. Because uh, that was the part that I liked. Like you get this like little tuning fork thing that you you have to you have to go back to the mm-hmm. resurrection area. Which uh, there's a Korok in that bed there, which I never had found that because I never went back to the to the resurrection area. Right, I saw. Him. Yeah, there's one in the bed that you, which I was like, oh, crazy. But yeah, you get this like tuning fork that's like it's a it kills everything in one hit, but it takes you down to one hit where anything kills you in one hit. So there's a cool thing where you have to like go and fight like these groups of bad guys and once you beat them this like new shrine appears and all that stuff and I actually really they're enjoy- pretty they're a little hard no they're hard but I beat there's four of them I beat all four of them and I enjoyed that part and then after that it basically you have to there's like pictures of stuff that's on the map that you have to find and then I kind of like I I was like I dipped out of it really quick after that because that's kind of what I hated about all the DLC stuff, where it's like, go find this thing, but we won't tell you where it is. They expect you to have the whole map memorized, and that kind of annoyed the fuck out of me. Because well, usually you, you'll find a you'll find a thing that says like you could find clues about it at this stable or something. Yeah, well, basically what it is, it like these four pillars show up with these like pictures of the map, kind of. And I looked at everything on the map, and it didn't look anything like oh. these pictures. And it's like you have to go find that thing, and like the the bird dude with the fucking whatever, he uh, he like gives you some some hints yeah. about it. And I guess I went to the town, and if you talk to the town around there, they'll kind of give you an idea. But still, that like really kind of put the brakes on on it for me. Like once it got to like, oh look at this thing, and go find this part of the map that you don't know where it is. I'm like, yeah, because like a lot of that stuff kind of wasn't all that fun. I didn't think like finding like the different parts of the armor in the DLC one. I wasn't really. I didn't enjoy that very much, so so I really I no, like. I never really went through it. Yeah, I mean, I like the shrine stuff, but once it got to like go find this place that we won't tell you where it's at, I just was kind of like, eh, okay. But I want to get through it to get the fucking motorcycle. Like during the game events, they showed the link cycle, which is awesome. We talked about that way back when when John was on the show for the first time mm-hmm. in our Zelda episode. Remember we talked about the the motorcycle from uh, Mario Kart and how Aonuma had like hinted at it before yeah. that you know that he wanted to put it in a game and now it's in a game. 
But you don't get it until the very end of the DLC. Like, you have to do all of DLC 2 to get the bike. So, if you're, like, going to go do the thing, John, where you, like, cover every inch of the game, yeah. by the time you get to getting the motorcycle, there'll be nothing left to do, ever. You know? That's true. So, there's an incentive for beating it early and beating the DLC, because then you can take the motorcycle around. Because I heard the motorcycle is great, but by the time you get it, there's nothing left to do, really. You know? So... That's true. Oh, so you don't have a motorcycle yet? No, I don't. I'm stuck on the parts where you have to go to weird part in the world because of some picture that you see in a pillar. You know, that's so it's just like it's like the me- memories all over again, which were yeah, they were kind of frustrating. Uh, yeah, I mean the memories. Yeah, the memories. At least it was like something like a picture that you could see. This is just mm-hmm. like a top, you know, like a topical picture of like a mountain range that has like a dot in it, which is like okay. Oh. I don't know what the fuck this is. Like, I don't know where to look at this. You know, that's that's what it is. It's basically like, here's a dot, and here's some, like, green shape. It's somewhere around there. I mean, once you get there, you'll know what I'm talking about. But it's a... Uh, yeah, because I watched a little bit of a stream of it, like, when it came out, and I watched somebody taking a picture of these, like, pictures and trying to find it, and I'm like, oh, that doesn't look fun. And then by the time I got to it, I'm like, ah. Uh. So all those people that are bitching about the shrines at the beginning, I think that was the more fun part of the DLC part two, from what I've seen so far. And there's also supposedly not a whole lot of story oh, in it either. Oh, I like the shrines. No, I do. I do like the shrines. I'm saying I like that part, but after that, you know, wasn't as cool. But yeah, that's the other thing that I've been playing. And if we're speaking on, uh, since we were already talking about Game Awards stuff, we can go ahead and go into the news for that. If you want, continue with the news. Yeah, sure. So, because they also there was also a big announcement at the Game Awards. Nintendo announced that Bayonetta one and two will be out in February for Switch, which is pretty cool for anybody who didn't get Bayonetta yet. And Bayonetta three got a got announced as well. Oh yeah, we're live and there's a video. So Jeremy and I can show can show you our uh, our Bayonetta amiibo. I got this one. Too. It's on Amazon <laughs> have... for seven dollars. I think it, it might have been less. Yeah, your your bayonet amiibo is probably worth more now, right? Now that they're uh, now that it's all coming to Switch, I would say. Well, that's why I bought it. Well, you didn't know that it was out yet. <laughs> oh, I guess I didn't. No, I didn't. That was just good luck. Yeah, but I mean, I I think like everybody figured that it was going to come out eventually. You know, but Bayonetta three—that's cool. We got a nice little teaser of it. That's nice. You know, there was a whole lot of—they did a whole lot of world premieres of like uh, VR games and stuff like that too on the show, which I don't really care about. But I knew that there was going to be some sort of Nintendo stuff announced, and you know, Bayonetta three and and uh, the Zelda DLC was worth watching it for. You know, I can. Yeah, for sure. So I think that's uh I think that's all I had for that. Yeah. There's like some uh there's some games that got announced. Uh Street Fighter thirtieth edition. That game looks awesome. Did you see that? It has like twelve games on no, it. I didn't see that. Oh yeah, you should check that out. Like it has a... yeah, it's 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 coming to Switch, thankfully. And it has like it has like three different versions of Street Fighter Two, it has like a all the Street Fighter 3s, and it has, like, all the alphas. And I think there's, like, nine games on it or something like that. But 
It looks fucking great. No, you should totally. I mean, we're live, but I was going to say, like, go watch it on your phone and come back because the trailer is, like, great. It's really cool for it. So there's more Capcom stuff that they've added to it, which is super rad. Like, I was really, really excited about that. I would get that. Is it different enough from the other Street Fighter? Uh, like, yeah. The one that's already on there? Oh, yeah. No, no it has, like, nine yeah. different games on it. I don't know if anyone's going to be PO'd about that. No, it's way. People would bitch about that on the internet. But I mean, but it's you get so much else. Like, there's no Street Fighter Three on, uh, you know, on the like Street Fighter Three is awesome. Like Street Fighter Three is like one of my favorites, and Street Fighter Alpha Three is on there also, which is like really, really good as far as like fighting games go. Yeah, there's like the Alpha series. There's Street Fighter Three. Like, there's the regular Street Fighter Two. I mean, that's you already have in Street Fighter Two, but you don't. These other games are completely, completely different games that are included on this. So that's a big deal for me. Like it looks, it looks great. I don't know when it's coming out, but it's like, uh, I believe it's called the Street Fighter 30th Anniversary Edition, something like that. Well, the original Street Fighter came out what eighty seven. I uh, must have right. Oh yeah, so Street- it has to be coming out by the end of the year. Street Fighter One is on the game as well. So if you ever wanted to play Street Fighter One. In its uh, shittiness, it's totally on there. You can play it. It's a terrible. I did play that Street Fighter One. Oh, it's we 30th it. anniversary. It's a terrible, terrible game, but it is. It is on that. It is on the thing. I played an arcade cabinet of that when I was maybe 12 or so. At a, um, my family used to go on a vacation at this place called Lost Lake in Michigan. Oh, okay. and they had a kids' room, like a teen room, a teen room, you know, with the cool stuff, uh, games and everything, <laughs> and ping pong yeah. table. And one of the arcade machines there was the. Uh, original Street Fighter. And I remember being excited to see it. Cool, Street Fighter. Then going to play it and very quickly realizing this was not the Street Fighter that I thought it was. No, it's not at all. Yeah. It was, weirdly enough, uh, Street Fighter was really... Sort of like the Nintendo Turtles versus Turtles 2, the arcade. Oh, yeah. Right, right, exactly. Like immediate disappointment. Yeah, it's not very good. Uh, It was released for TurboGrafx-16 as Fighting Street... And you can actually you could buy it on the you could buy it on the Wii Virtual Console, so I have it I have it on my Wii, and it's it's not good, but uh, it's you know it was like five dollars I bought it on there, just to have it and yeah, but you can play it on here in all of its shitty glory and all that you know, but uh, same thing like there was a place in Peoria that I used to go to, we would do lock-ins there for the church and whatnot and. It was called it was called the landmark. You know, it was like a landmark cinema, but not like the one that you worked at, John. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, there's like there's twelve there's like twelve fucking games on here. I'm watching the. I'm getting there. That. There it is. Oh, I wanted to show. I'm not you. even a big fighting game guy. I want to show Street Fighter games. Want, one that's pretty cool. I want to show you and the people at home here. There's a uh, twelve Street does Fighter games. Does it have games. an online mode? I'm sure it does. I mean, the uh, this Ultra Street Fighter Two did. But yeah, look at all those beautiful games. It's 12 Street Fighter right. games. I mean, a lot of them are kind of like different versions of one. But yeah, we got Street Fighter. We got Street Fighter 2. Um, like uh, Yeah, there's four different Street Fighter 2s. There's Street Fighter Alpha 1, 2, and 3. Street Fighter 3. Yeah, so there's three versions of Street Fighter 3. There's like six versions of Street Fighter 2. And there's basically the three Alpha games. But... I'm totally in. Like I love, I love the fuck out of Street Fighter Three and Street Fighter Alpha Three. So I'll play the shit out of that. I actually have a. <clears throat> I bought Street Fighter Alpha Three for Game Boy Advance when it came out. It still plays really well. I actually did a 
YouTube video of it like way back when. You can find it if you search this site uh, where what we're at live right now. You can search and find it. But uh, and I bought Third Strike for PlayStation Three. Also played that online. It's where that was the have birth. They, have they ever had a Street Fighter collection <clears throat> like this before? I mean, well, there was a Street Fighter Two. I have a Street Fighter Two collection that came out for like their twenty fifth anniversary or twentieth anniversary or whatever. It it was probably twentieth because it was a PlayStation Two game. And it had the movie on there. It had the animated movie, but it was an edited version, so there's like no blood and whatever, you know. Oh wow! So it kind of sucks because that movie is awesome, but it got the one on the PS2 one was was edited, unfortunately. But they did do something like that, and there was a Street Fighter Alpha Collection too that I think I bought, but uh, for PlayStation Two, but but nothing as big as this before. Like nothing where I've seen Alpha and Street Fighter Three and Street Fighter One, you know, on there also. So. Right. It's crazy. <clears throat> yeah, I'm super, super psyched about it. It'll be fun. So I guess uh, it's nice that Capcom is uh, giving a shit about Nintendo again. I guess they realized, hey, uh, we can make a lot of money off of this uh, Switch system. And speaking about making money off of the Switch, the Switch has sold 10 million units. You guys saw that? That was on my news as well to talk about. That's yeah. like 4 million... That's like a four million away from it's the whole. Catch up with the Wii U really soon, like the Wii U lifetime sales. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like it's a uh, four million away from uh, the Wii U lifetime sale in like not even a year. It's pretty rad. I went to. Uh, I really wanted for our live show. I really wanted to have a a live eating of uh, Nintendo of Mario cereal, of Super Mario cereal. Yeah, I've been looking, <clears throat> and I went. No luck. I went all over the place to try to find it. I haven't seen it yet. I've seen the the Grape Nuts one, which is like the ultimate like decoy, you know, where you see Mario right. on there and you get excited and then it's not it. And it's Grape Nuts. But I did go to I did go to Target looking for cereal and I didn't find Super Mario cereal, but I probably found like 30 switches. Like they had so many switches there. They even have an end cap that's like all switches. Oh, you-, <laughs> you didn't you did Yeah, you found I the switches but not the cereal. Grape nuts with Mario on it. Yeah, no, I didn't get the cereal, but I found a ton of switches at Target. Like there were a lot of them, you know. Like they're on, you know, like where they put stuff at the end of the aisle. You know, like this is our new big thing. Yeah, there was basically like probably twenty switches at the end of the aisle, like right before the electronics section, and it says like huge Christmas item, you know, whatever. It's basically like buy one. And while I was there, somebody was buying a Switch, so it's happening, man. Somebody had a good day. Nintendo's on top of the world. Yeah, he oh. bought he bought a Switch and Super Mario Odyssey, and I was like, "Fuck yeah, dude, go for it, do it." Way to go, kid. Yeah, make it. It was an, it was an older dude. He was older than me. I think he was like fifty. <laughs> He's buying a. You still said way to go, kid. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was uh, I was just listening to what the Target guy was was saying to him, and I just well overhearing him. Like, I'm gonna make sure he's telling him the right shit here. Like, don't be steering him wrong. But he bought Odyssey, and I'm like, ah, oh, you know, he's yeah. cool. He got it figured out, and he like bought a case he too, whatever. And I'm like, yeah, he's. His day's made. He's got he's got he's got a good a fun time ahead of him. Yeah, I was over. Yeah, I went to Walmart recently looking for Mario cereal, like you said, and there was they had like ten of them, and they had like the Splatoon special edition and everything. They had all the controllers, they had everything, like all the different versions of the 2DS. So it's like Nintendo's definitely ready for Christmas this year, which is awesome. Oh yeah, no, they're gonna. Uh, but I saw these two little kids playing Mario Odyssey on the kiosk and. They were like, they couldn't have been more than like five or six. And they were just like having such a good time. Like, I, it just made me really happy, like thinking about 
you know how everyone loves that game and how yeah. magical it is. Yeah, reminding you of you when you were, when you were in a youth playing uh, playing Mario One. Yeah, I yeah. Play, well, just playing the games kiosks at the store and like flipping out over all these games and stuff. Yeah, I, I know we mentioned this in previous episodes, but is it a? I know I, I, the Super Mario Verse is coming up. That's supposed to come out next week too. The uh, the arc time for Christmas. The arcade game supposed to come out on the twenty second, so that's pretty cool. And uh, was it Double Dragon supposed to come out on twenty eighth too? I, I know we the original Double Dragon. Huh? Yeah, the arcade. I know we mentioned Not it. Double Dragon Four again. Don't fall for that, anybody. Yeah. That terrible. <laughs> yeah. Right. I figured that would be your regret of the year when we get to that category of episode one hundred two. Maybe so. I don't. I don't. I don't regret buying it just because I wanted to try it out. Yeah. But uh, yeah. We'll talk about that later. It's a disappointing game. I know what mine is. I'm not going to give spoilers, but I know what my what my what my regret is. Actually, I, there's a couple that well, I could like talk is. about. Yeah, yeah, for games. Well, there's definitely a biggest regret. Yeah, it's a. Uh, I'll, I'll, I don't want to talk about it yet, but we we will, of course. Um, something we want to talk about. Something we completely uh, didn't do last week that we totally missed is uh, Pikachu got cast for detective pikachu i'm sure you oh, guys yeah. saw that right oh that's right ryan reynolds is going to be the the voice of pikachu Deadpool, and detective huh? P- pikachu yeah that's kind of crazy but kind of awesome Dead at the same pikachu. time yeah i mean it's uh, i know a lot of people were pushing for danny devito but uh ryan reynolds will be probably pretty hilarious too they, they should they should have ryan reynolds play Especially like if he wore the costume yeah <laughs> well that if it was all live action and it was just him being like Hey, look at me. I'm I'm a detective and I'm angry. What's up? <laughs> Pikachu. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, there was that trailer where somebody just like put lines from him from Always Sunny doing the Detective <laughs> Pikachu thing. But yeah. Rum ham. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Ryan Reynolds says Pikachu. That's uh, I mean, I think that's a movie worth seeing, right? I mean, I think people will see it just to be like, what the fuck? Like, we never sure. thought that he would be in a Nintendo game, especially... An, or a Nintendo Hopefully movie that's game. The of his lifetime. Yeah, right. <laughs> Above Deadpool is uh, his uh, Detective Pikachu role. I hope that was that... his real passion project. You know, he just did Deadpool so he could get this Pikachu thing off the ground. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> he's he's like a uh, Kevin Smith, where, like start resume, start movies right, to write right. uh, to write comics. He's like, I'll start movies and then I get to play Pikachu eventually. That was his uh, lifelong dream when he was. Uh, when the old when the old Pokemon came out, I hope that I know that the P- Detective Pikachu game hasn't come out here. Like the Japanese one doesn't have an American release date or anything. But I hope that they like when they localize it, they get him to do the game too, to get Ryan Reynolds to do the voice for the game. That would be awesome if they could just make sense. Do a simultaneous release with him on the game also. Like I'd be totally into that. Is the game supposedly There's no great. way they're not going to bring the game out if it's already done? If and then they have a movie coming out. Yeah, it's been done in Japan. I, th- yeah. I feel like for like a year at least, if not more. But it, it's a 3DS game. But I mean, they have to bring it out in some form. Hopefully, they'll maybe they'll put it out for Switch, or maybe they'll you know they're still supporting 3DS, so you never know. They might bring it around for that. I've never been into Pokemon, so maybe this is the avenue that will get me there. Detective, Detective Pikachu? Pikachu. Well, maybe. I mean, Detective Pikachu is nothing like Pokemon, so. It might get it might get you into it. I mean, it's more like Professor Layton, I guess. You know, like more like you know, it's not anything. It's not like the RPG, the turn-based RPG. Like none of that stuff is in there. So, 
right, right. it might be what will bring you around to uh, that beautiful yellow rat and its shockingness. <laughs> Let me make sure. Check my notes. Made a lot of notes to make sure that I wouldn't forget anything for our live show, you know. Like we've already done a few times. Yeah. Yeah, no, we do it all the time. Every time I edit, I'm like, oh, I like there was uh, for your birthday. Remember, we were going to like talk about games that you got for your birthday. We never actually did that. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't even think we mentioned it was my birthday, which was fine. Yeah, we didn't even. It was Jeremy's birthday like a few episodes ago. Uh, wish him happy birthday in the comments. <laughs> you know, yeah, for in the whenever. chat right now, if you're in there. <laughs> we have a live what chat. What games did you get for your birthday? Uh, what games did I get for my birthday? Um, I haven't gotten a lot of games for my birthday. I got a, uh, I bought games with my birthday money. So I guess the my favorite one would probably be uh, the first Zelda, Zelda one. I bought it at a pawn shop for ten bucks with my ten dollar bill. I got my one of my birthday cards. Actually, nice. it's my tenth birthday, I think. Yeah. So you know that was appropriate. There you go. One of my. Uh... So that's the top one, but otherwise I. I think Trey bought me Harry Potter one year for my birthday. Yeah. Uh, Harry- Chamber of Secrets. That was pretty cool for a GameCube. Was it a Chamber of Secrets or Sorcerer's Stone? It was the second one. It was whatever the second one was. Was that, that was Secrets, right? I don't know. I don't know my Harry Potter stuff that well. Yeah. It was Chamber. Okay. Yeah. It was a. Yeah, it, it was Chamber. Yeah. It was like a cool uh, Zelda clone with Harry Potter in it. It was a decent game. Like, I, I liked it. It made me interested into Harry, in Harry Potter. And I know you had read the I books and. Played all the way through it. Yeah, I, I so I remember getting that for you because it was uh, it was cheaper. The GameCube one was. Um, I was just gonna. I was just thinking about. There was one birthday. Uh, this kind of coincides with our topic of the week somewhat, but you know, did any of you guys ever call Nintendo Power? Did you ever call the counselor did. hotline? Did you ever do that? No, I did. I did it a couple times, and there was one time I That's called them. What? I wasn't allowed. Oh, I, I did it a couple times for certain things, but there's one time that I called them and like while we were on hold or whatever, he, uh, the dude was like talking to me about Kevin Griffey Jr. And he was telling me about how I should get it and all that. And he, you know, I was a kid, I was impressionable. So he totally sold me on uh, getting Ken Griffey Jr. And I did end up asking it for, for it for my birthday. And I remember it as a memorable birthday because I got Ken Griffey Jr. And Super Metroid on my birthday which from like, We'd like one from my one from my sister and like one from my mom, and I was like, "It's like the best birthday ever." I got two. Nice. I got two Super Nintendo games. Like that's mo- my most memorable one. There's one year I, I got a, that guy just like checked off his quota of games that he sold <laughs> <as> Nintendo <laughs> Power Plant players. Yeah, it was so funny because I like you know I had no interest in sports game whatsoever, but he was just right. talking to me on the line. He's like, "Yeah, no, it's really cool. You know, it's like arcade. Like they like chew bubble gum and it's funny. You know." And I'm like, "Okay." And then I asked for it for Christmas, and then or asked for it for my birthday. I think I had rented it. Of course, I rented everything back then. You know, before would always rent games and play them for a while before I got got it for birthday or Christmas or whatever. But just remember that one in particular because I got two Super Nintendo games, which I don't think I ever got that for my birthday. So it's a big deal. Um, I think that uh, I think that's all I got for news. I'm sure there's something I'm going to remember later that I forgot, but. If you guys wanna, if you guys wanna head into our topic, we can. 
Do you need to we'll do that? Actually, I got a couple of Nintendo sure. items I wanted to show off. Go for it. Uh, oh, nice. You know, you yeah, I forgot about that. Gotten to show a couple of things, but yeah, our 50th I'm live on video here for the first time. So yeah, our 50th episode, we did a we did our uh, show off stuff, and but John wasn't there. Well, you were actually there for the Super Mario Run part of our 50th episode, but you weren't there for the video stuff. So anyway, yeah, show us what you got. Sure. Yeah. First, I'm just going to show you a couple of things that uh, uh, you guys remember from Club Nintendo. I got a couple of those rewards here. Back when it did so, I have. Back when it was cool. These cards. Oh, here. the Hanna, Hanafuda cards? The Hanafuda cards. Oh, cool. Yeah, nice. It's a cool little set, and you pop it open. There's these tiny little cards inside. Kind of tough to pop open. You can see inside there's this box, which is a little bit stuck right now. And I've never actually popped this open, so I don't want to do that right now, but there's the box of little cards. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's still, like, sealed. Just one sort big of. fat card. It's sealed and everything, yeah. yeah. Very cool. So next I've got, I've got these platinum playing cards. I think this was the one of the last rewards that they gave out before they shut down. Was that a gold reward? Uh, this was a platinum reward. Oh, okay. <laughs> it says platinum on the cards. <laughs> I've got the set of pins. There's all the pins oh, there. Wow, that's oh, cool. wow. That box is awesome. That's huge, yeah. yeah that's nice. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And that's unopened, too, I take Dude, it? Dude, I like that a lot. Uh, it's kind of unopened. It got... I had it in storage for a bit, and something fell on it, and it popped it open like that. So it's a little bit damaged, but oh no, pins are fine. That's no good. And then cool, I got this Game and Watch ball. Oh, nice! This was one of the. This is like the most expensive uh, reward. I saved up for like two years. You know, you, you buy games and everything, and it adds up to a certain number of points. You got it too. There it is. Now, this is uh the my girlfriend bought this for me. Just did. Friend of friend of the show. Oh, nice. This is like actually one of I think this is like one of my one of the first. Cool. It's like one one of uh, this is actually one of the first. Oh, that's uh, one of the originals. Oh, got it. Uh, maybe this is the second. It's like one of our first Christmases together. She actually bought me in an original game and watch. This is that's the awesome. uh, this is the Donkey Kong one. So super cool. It's uh, a cool. It doesn't work right now because well I mean it does. It has no like off or on, so I took the batteries out so it won't like drain. But it does work. It's hard as shit, but. First, first two DS or first three DS or regular DS. It's pretty yeah. rad. It's up here. Just I have DS? a, I have like my handheld shelf up here. I keep it up here next to the. I have it going in order. It's like the, the Game and Watch, and then the old Game Boy and the Game Boy Advance and SP and so Very on cool. and so forth are all up here. I've never actually played an original Game and Watch before. That's pretty cool. Well, if you ever come up to Chicago, you can play. You can play mine. You, the you yeah, she got me the Donkey Kong one, which is probably the best one to get, right? I mean, because uh, good old DK's in there. Cool. I it's, got this creepy thing right here. Yeah, yeah, I got that too. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's back here somewhere in the background, but it's back back there. Yeah, I see. Yeah, it. <laughs> right back there. You see it? One of the uh, yeah um, strangest. I remember what happened to mine. For those who don't know, uh, one of the strangest the came yeah. out. 
their campaign, the marketing campaign, was touching is good. And if you were on their email list, <laughs> they sent you a random mannequin hand in the mail. <laughs> yeah, right. And as you can see, this has no branding on it whatsoever. It doesn't say Nintendo like anywhere. Nintendo, yeah. hey, buy a DS. Yeah. It's just a random mannequin hand that they sent you. And it was awesome. I think it was one of the best promotions ever. Yeah, the, the best, most weirdest Nintendo promotion ever. Most weirdest. The, uh, yeah, the Nintendo hand. Next, I've got this. This is a Super Mario comic. Oh, nice! Yeah, that's the Nintendo comic system. Yeah, that's like the, is that is that from the uh, oh Valiant? I remember Valiant. I used to read Valiant, Valiant comics yeah. in the nineties. Wasn't like Exo Manowar on on Valiant. I don't know if you know, but it was cool. They had some cool shit. There was whenever I bought my first appearance of a Ghost Rider. There, uh, it's in like a case. And there was a Valiant mm-hmm. comic behind the Ghost Rider comic to push it up against the plastic so it wouldn't get dusty. So that was like the first time I found a Valiant comic. I thought it was pretty hilarious. They put another like cheap Valiant one behind it. They had the Super Mario Brothers and they had the Legend of Zelda comics. Are are those the ones that were in Nintendo Power? Do you know? No, um, there was there was that, but this is something different. Oh, as okay. I understand it. Nice. Published independently of that. Okay, because I do have a. I have the trade paperback of the collection of the ones that were in Nintendo Power for for uh, oh, Zelda. Right, right, right. Yeah. You can get those. Yeah, this is different. But I mean, the art style reminded me of the game of the Nintendo Power one, so I thought maybe that was what it was. Next, I've got this thing, which is pretty cool. I found it at a uh, thrift store in San Diego. This is Double Dragon Two for the Atari ST. Oh wow. Which one is that open? What is the? I never had an Atari ST. I really didn't know about it. Yeah, I was gonna say, what is the Atari ST? It was. What is Atari Street? This is the stuff that came on the inside. So this is the game. Oh, it's a it's a floppy or the the new floppy, the hard floppy. Right. Yeah. And then this is. I forget what this is. Let's see what this is. Some kind of book or poster or something. Completely forget. Oh yeah, there's the Double Dragon Two poster for Atari ST. Nice. I'm surprised cool. you didn't. There it is. I'm surprised you don't have that up in your uh, in your little Nintendo I corner that you have there. I should put this up. Uh, next, I have. I was talking before about the in, well, excuse me. In our future episode, I was talking about. <laughs> In our future episode, I will be talking about the Sega Activator. Yeah. So this is the video cassette that came with the Sega Activator. Stop. <laughs> and this tells you how to calibrate your activator. Nice. I like all the so, stops on it. Stop, stops. stop, stop. Yeah. yeah. Be sure to watch this before you plug in your activator, guys. Nice. Watch this. I wish I knew. Well, there's not much tape on that tape. Yeah. No, it's like a 10 minute tape or something. Yeah, there's not much at all. And. You can actually find the contents of this tape on YouTube. Somebody put it up there. Of course. So look up look up activator calibration and you'll find out what this has on it. It's pretty funny. It's totally radical. Hey dudes, stop what you're doing. Whoa, skateboards, all that stuff. <laughs> Whoa, skateboards. Sorry. I'll show you something that's posted right behind me here. This is one of my favorite things. Uh, as far as I, I really like the stuff that comes with video games, like the advertising materials, all the stuff that people kind of throw out over the years and forget about whatever. So this here, yeah, this is a advertisement for the GameCube, uh, which I got from the Toys R Us 
that I reserved my GameCube at. And they gave this to me when I, when I reserved it. And so inside here is this little disc, which is stuck because it's oh, been man. there for so many I years. I remember that thing. Do you remember that? It's stuck in there. But Was it a pre-order thing? or They just gave it away for free, right? Yeah, it was yeah, a GameStop thing, I think. They gave it away for free. And it's actually a DVD. You can put it in any DVD player. It has a bunch of trailers on it. So I like that thing. I don't okay. know why I like that so much. It and looks I cool. Like, yeah, it's I think like I... S- actual- GameCube. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. I still have, or I remember seeing that. Well, I mean, I think I still have the disc, not not that, not what you have, but it's totally red. Then another cool thing I have What's along that, the same uh, lines. that Mario sticker that, behind you? Oh, the Is that a sticker behind you? The this thing. rainbow one? The one with Mario. Yeah, uh, I think that's pretty cool. Right there, yeah. Yeah, I found that at a place in Chicago called Uncle Fun. Uncle Fun. Yeah. You know Uncle Fun. Uncle Whoa. Fun. Uncle Fun's gone now. Did, did I tell you Is that? He's gone now. Oh no, I love that store. I used to no. go to that store. Uncle Fun's that been store gone for a while. Way, and I would unfortunately, be like, Saturday I have nothing to do. I want to go to Uncle Fun and see what's there. That was the best store. There was this novelty store. They had all kinds of random, like random stuff. A lot of like old Happy Meal toys and vintage stuff. And this oh, is yeah. one of the things that I found there. You can get like so swords and scabs place. and toys. And yeah, it was great, mm-hmm. but it's not there anymore. And it was a Chicago landmark, Sad. which is unfortunate. That's sad. And like the joke, the joke things and stuff, like the hand buzzers and the fake yeah. And- if you yeah, that was an awesome store. I loved it. You could probably find uh the <laughs> the peepers, <laughs> whatever that's uh whatever Fred Savage uh, was talking about from the right. wizard, which we'll, we'll talk about. Uh, or if you, I was gonna say, if you remember, uh, if you remember Pee Wee's Big Adventure when he goes to that like magic store and buys like the gum and like all that shit. That's basically what Uncle Fun was, you know. That's it yeah. was basically the actual store of like where where Pee Wee went to in that in that movie. So it was a wonderful place to go to, and it's a shame uh-huh. it's not I love there. That place. Speaking of peepers, I have these. These are nice peeps. Oh wow! These are Nintendo sixty four 3D glasses that <laughs> I got when I reserved my Nintendo sixty four. Way back in 1996. Oh, wow. That's a Toys R Us. They have a Toys R Us branding on there. Oh, Damn. Shit. That's awesome. Those are cool. Those might yeah. be worth something. I mean, I'm sure all that stuff's yeah, worth something. Awesome, but It could be, yeah. Right now, I'm actually seeing a 3D effect on Jeremy's collar. It's kind of popping out. <laughs> yeah. I always so. pop my collars. <laughs> pop it. So, yeah, this is pretty cool. We had this. I don't know how I managed to keep this intact for 20-something years, but... Yeah, it's just a piece of cardboard. Uh, I got a couple more things. This is a 3D printed portal cube that my friend made me. I just like that. Oh, hey, look portal. at it. It's the uh, companion cube. Oh, so somebody made that? Like it's not a, you didn't actually buy it? Yeah. Like uh, they sculpted it friend, or 3D printed it or whatever? Yeah, 3D printed. My friend has a 3D printing company. Oh, nice. And uh, Wait. He didn't make it for me, but he had a couple of these, and um, he said I could have this one. So I like it. It's cool. Sure. This is vintage Mario wallpaper, which I got that. But oh, I never, it's the I, trim. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is like a trim that you put around your, like by the ceiling. Oh, wow. Two ninety nine. I'm sure it's worth more than two ninety nine now. Way vintage. I meant to put it up at some point. I bet you that's point. worth over $4. Probably so. But I think I'm just going to keep it like that. 
And then a couple more things. Yeah, you don't want to put it on the wall because then it pretty much devalues whatever it's worth. Yeah. And, you know, and it, it's much better. I mean, for something the like that, you definitely want to keep it. Yeah. Well, then you'll, then you'll never get to use it again. You know, it'll have to be a place that you like own or that you'll never move out of or whatever, you know. Right, right. This is my uh, E3 pass from when I got into E3. Nice. Uh, oh, cool. On yeah, live. So from on live. I remember yeah. on live. You remember that? So I represented them for a day. I, I responded yeah. to an ad online and said, hey, do you want to work at E3 and make 300 bucks? Hell yeah. So uh, thanks to OnLive, the company that you know went out of business, um, yeah, they were the first company yeah. basically to do uh, cloud gaming. Uh, I got in D3, and I got not only a regular pass, I got an exhibitor pass. So I got to get in there like when they were setting up the booths and everything. It's like the VIP. Uh, it's like a VIP, it's like, right? It's cool, man. Yeah, yeah. So I got to see how the sausage was made. All I had to do was um, like wear their T-shirt and then hand out some cards about on live, and they said I could go like play the games and all that stuff. And uh, so I got to see some Nintendo people. I saw Reggie Fizme. He nice. was walking down the hall. I came around the corner. He had like a whole posse of people. And uh, for whatever reason, he was like going to do something. He was like on a mission. He was walking. Just looking like a very important man. I thought, oh, <laughs> that's Reggie Fizme. He, was he walk- gave me the Luigi death stare. Oh, yeah. He no was joke. like, who the fuck's that no guy? Joke. Yeah. Yeah. For sure, I was wearing right? my online shirt. I saw he turned and looked at my shirt like, oh, those guys. Yeah, like how they were dead. But um, <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, they, they let people in here all the time for free. <laughs> those those weirdos. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> but, uh, and then the other person that I met, I got to meet uh, AJ Anuma, which oh, wow. was just on the show floor. Um, That's pretty he was standing cool, up. It looked, I think like he got out of the IGN interview. He was at the IGN booth. And he had a couple of people around him and I saw him. I was going to like, just kind of walk on by. I didn't want to interrupt, but I thought, nah, if I walk by, I'm going to, I'm going to regret that. So I just walked up to him and used what little Japanese I knew. I said, Sumimasen and Numasen. Yeah. Domo arigato. I shook his hand and then I went on my way, but that was that. Nice. And then. You said thank you to him. I got that part. Arigato gozaimasu. I got a couple, two more things. I've got that's my autographed <laughs> Charles Martinet photo. Oh, you have one to oh, you. Oh, okay. I see. You have two. That one because that one's I to you. I, w- I was gonna say like because there's another one ad- addressed yeah, to a different person, and I was the like, one was addressed to somebody else, and I'm actually gonna send that one to Jeremy because I don't want that one anymore. I was afraid that uh, you only got one that was to her, and I was like, that's don't get one to her, get one for you, you know. But I'm glad you have one. No, I got one for me too. And yeah. it's framed and everything. So, Very nice. It says, John, you number one, your pal Mario Charles. And then he drew a little smiley face with a mustache. Yeah. <laughs> was he uh, as like was woo-hoo. he as was he as like crazy as he is? I've watched like YouTube videos of him where he's all like jumping around being like, Is he like, he like that? Very in real life? genuine to me. Like he always, he always does that. I was one of the last ones in line to meet him. And he was still just as enthusiastic, and like he seems to me like he knows how lucky he is, and he really appreciates his position. So I got 
one more thing here. There's the photo of me with Charles. I had longer hair back in the day. Oh, wow. You look like such a rocker. You <laughs> do. There he is. And then there's this power awesome, glove. Man. This is the power glove that he signed. Oh, nice. Yeah, and that has to do... Yeah, all you guys have power oh, gloves. Signed. I don't have a power glove. Sign, oh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. This is my favorite item that I own, like, of anything ever. So, my Nintendo power glove signed by him. It says, John, here we go. Mario, and then he signed it again with a little smiley face. Nice. And uh, my last thing to lead into our topic of the day... This is my original VHS copy of Blizzard. Well, I have something to show you that has to do with that also. Is that a rental copy? This is a rental copy. This is from the store. This is actually the first copy that I rented. The store went out of business. I used to rent this, you know, every couple of weekends because I loved the movie. The store went out of business. I bought the copy that I first rented. There it is. That's all my stuff. Thank you for letting me share. You got some cool shit, man. You. Since you Uh-oh. is that laser disc? Yeah, just because you showed. Yeah, no, your stuff looks is totally awesome. I just, uh, oh yeah, just because you brought out the wizard one, I have to show this one. I have the wizard on laser disc. Nice. My roommate Conan bought it for me from somewhere. I don't know some used place, but so it's, it's a silver record. I've never actually super cool. I've <laughs> never actually played it before, but because I don't have a laser disc player, but here it is. It's so, it's so big. It has and a it, Mario Three ROM on it. It's so big file. and amazing. But look at all these. You uh, need to buy a laserdisc player, my friend. Look at all these beautiful people. This is the only laserdisc that I have. But this is really all you need in the world of laserdiscs. That's <laughs> all you need. Is the wizard? How much is a laserdisc player? Like, it can't be more than a hundred bucks. I've honestly never really looked into it, but uh, but the, but I do have a laserdisc. So, yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty awesome. It's not the. It's not the wizard soundtrack on vinyl. It's the laser disc. <laughs> it says, uh, "I mean, it's like, that's awesome." It says right here, uh, ten ninety nine. Right, it's probably worth much more than that, but actually, it's probably worth less than that. But uh, hopefully, that wasn't how much it cost. But yeah, it's pretty rad. It's my favorite wizard thing. I have the wizard on DVD too, but that's not as cool as like the the VHS copy that you Way have or cool. uh, or that laser disc. <laughs> Way not as cool as the laser disc. No, or or the VHS you show copy. Show off your shirt too while we're on it. Let's see your shirt. Oh yeah, I had this shirt custom made for our for our uh, live episode. This was inspired by John because I remember John told me that in Germany the wizard was called Joystick Heroes. So I found the I found the the German poster for the wizard and I made it into a T-shirt. That's basically what I did from a friend of the show, uh, One Hour Tees in uh, Chicago. It's my it's my favorite place to go to and have shirts made. This is my third shirt that I've had made. There's probably like thirty other ones that I'm planning on getting made. Maybe not thirty, but I have I have a shitload of designs that that I will hopefully get to eventually. But yeah, it's a cool place. I actually wanted to get it in black, but they said they were that they're super super busy for uh, the holidays because a lot of people are buying shirts for the family or whatever. So I had to get this in white, but it's fine. You know, it still works. Because I had, because I basically had him like do it. I was like, I need you to do it before the live show, and I got it on Wednesday. So. Still shirts. And also, uh, speaking of cool stuff that I didn't have for our fiftieth, this is my uh, cappy hat that Jess made for me for Halloween. It's a uh, nice. It's normally in the back over here, but 
I figured I'd read it. I'd uh, wear it for this episode. It's just basically, it's the Mario hat that you got from the Platinum Nintendo, but just <laughs> sewed uh, some uh, foam core eyes onto it. I think it looks like super it. rad. <laughs> it was okay. part. It was it was part of my uh, Halloween costume, but I like it so much that I'm going to leave the eyes on there for, you know, until they fall off or I die or whatever, you know, <laughs> <laughs> or they could bury me with it or something. It's a, it's one of my favorite hats. And uh, there's your uh, warp whistle. This is my warp, my warp whistle. I made. Yeah, I made it for this episode. It's a little. You look at it closely. It's definitely very DIY, but it's a little warped. I originally wanted to make this do a... (laughs) There it is. Oh, yeah. A little uh, (laughs) late on the... I I didn't do it again. Do it again one more time. (laughs) (laughs) That works. All right, I guess I'll see you guys at World 6. (laughs) <laughs> That's the magic flute. Use it. Use it. It opens the war. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, listen. Listen to Haley. Listen to Haley Brooks. She knows. She knows everything about uh about dice rolls and all that. And on that note, do you guys want to jump to our topic? To the wizard topic. Jump. Yeah. All right. I uh. <laughs> I need to do a quick break. So we'll be we'll be right back. All a couple right. seconds. I'm just gonna put this on while we're waiting. If uh, if any of you didn't recognize that, that is the first song that you hear from the wizard when uh, when Jimmy Woods is walking down the street. Is that you too? N- no, it's uh, it's like um, it's the Bodines is, is is who it is, which I had never heard of until I looked up that song from the beginning of the wizard. Jeff but that's the, but yeah, that's the song, the very first song that you hear in the movie when uh, Jimmy Woods is walking around. You know when he says. When he says this, California for the first time, <laughs> is that is that song? That was a California. Yeah, it's a good one. Totally uh, sets the sets the mood of uh, one of the best movies of all time. I actually kind of like that song. Yeah, the Bodine song. It's all right. right? Yeah, it's pretty nice. I'm gonna take those off because I'm starting. So to did you guys it. rewatch <laughs> the movie for the episode? I did. I watched it last night with Jess. Like after I got off work. Yeah. It's uh well, not with Jess. Yeah. It's well it's only it's only an eighty minute movie, so it's pretty it's pretty easy to watch. Like it's not very long. So I I did uh gave it a refresher. There was a there was a line in there that uh that she noticed that I had never noticed before. The uh peekaboo peepers. It's like a total like throwaway line, but uh 
I just want to play it real quick for you guys. I think it's pretty funny. Is it need, we need toys, entertainment. Like, look, look, these are perfect entertainment. Look what I got for Peekaboo peepers. Look, they're weighted. So you can put them in your, your soup or, you know, like your friend's soup. You can do everything with these things. Like, what do you... <laughs> it's great like it's such a dumb line but it's like later when they like you know when they're making money off of the games and all that and it's when uh he has the groucho marx eyes or the groucho marx like the you know the glasses and the nose mm-hmm. and the whatever and uh, he's talking about pe- put them in soup. he's big talking about peekaboo peepers and he's like yeah yeah you can put it in your soup you can put it in They're your free like, put in your friend's soup they need to spell their money <laughs> or spend their money but that's his like thing is like yeah you can put it in no, your we need soup to be responsible peekaboo peepers <laughs> put put it in your friend's soup or your soup that's like basically all you can do with it but it's a <laughs> that's an amazing line that i'd never that i'd never noticed before and it was it's a good one <laughs> There's so many, uh, so many great lines, but that's one that I had never thought of. I kind of made, I, I stayed up last night making a soundboard of sorts for this episode. So, you know, I didn't get every line, but I got ones that I wanted to have at some point. So I'm sure we'll hear that <laughs> in in one way or another. But uh, yeah, let's talk about the fucking wizard, which is uh, probably the best the wizard, probably the best uh, video. Probably the best uh, video game movie of all time, right? I think it's not really I it. Think so. I mean, it's not 28th anniversary. Yeah, it uh, it's uh, it was released December fifteenth of nineteen eighty nine. That's today's day, so it's uh, twenty eight years. Not quite thirty, but hey. Which, if you look, there's a point when you first see uh, Haley's character. She's got a Cosmo, and when like you gets close to her, to her, it says uh, June of nineteen eighty nine. I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, also when they, uh, I noticed a little Easter egg. I noticed. I noticed when they go to the when they go to the dinosaur at the end, somebody wrote eighty five on the wall. <laughs> I mean, well, four years okay. ago, but you know when he's sitting in there, which that was always such a weird. The whole like plot was always Maybe seemed kind of like Nintendo stuck in out. there. Yeah. What eighty five? I don't know. When it came out in the U.S. So yeah, did did First you? Thing I remember. The wizard is seeing the poster at the mall. I have a very clear memory. You know, you know, like, like when important things happen in your life, it's just like there in your mind. You're just present in the moment when you remember it. That's the way I feel about when I saw the wizard poster. I can still feel like I'm four feet tall, looking up, and there's Mario on a movie poster. And I didn't know what this was. I didn't see any commercial advertisements, anything. But there was this poster in front of me with Mario on the movie poster. I knew I had to see it, but I could not convince my parents to go and see the movie. No, so, they they weren't into it. They weren't into it. No, no, no. Oh, well, that's... we were shopping at the time. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. You're like fuck shopping. We yeah. gotta go see the Wizard right yeah, now. Well, There's a Mario movie. He's in the movie. Like, come on. No, they didn't understand. Yeah. No, the, I remember yeah, I had to wait it was on video. Yeah, I, I did. I did see it in the theater. I don't. You I, saw it? Yeah, I, I I saw it in the theater. I don't have as mm-hmm. vivid memory of it as you do of like seeing the giant poster with Mario on it and all that. But I remember seeing the movie, and I remember being like, "Oh yeah, cool, Mario 3. You know, what's uh? So I remember that. But I didn't really get. I didn't really really get into the movie until like later. You know, in college when I found it at uh when I when I was able to find it at like Family Video or wherever. There was only a couple places that rent it, that could rent it, and I would rent it because you couldn't really buy it anywhere. You know, I remember it took forever to get on DVD and all that stuff. 
Right. So. Yeah, my copy of it, I bought, you know, I, I, like I said, I rented it from the store. And then I think the store closed when I was maybe 14 or 15. Yeah. And that was the first thing that I went in there and I bought. So I was, a, I was a when I was a kid. Yeah. Dope. Well, uh, well, what I mean, what is what is there to say about the wizard? There's a lot of stuff to say about the wizard. Is what is what there is. But what do you? Maybe guys... we should start with the summary for anybody who's not seen the movie. I mean, if you haven't so, seen the movie, spoilers. I mean, listen to the rest of our show, but or watch the rest of our show. But definitely, uh, you know, definitely watch the movie after that. You can get it. I uh, I watched it on YouTube. I had to pay two ninety nine for it. Oh, you paid for I, it. I just... Pay two ninety nine through PayPal on YouTube, and I was able to rent it. I don't get to keep it, but so if you want to watch it, drop three bucks. You can see it right now. I think you could probably you could probably buy the DVD for about that if you're uh, yeah. if you're looking yeah. into it. I uh, I got it for if Chris. You're I got well, basically it for, it's about a kid uh, who's played by something uh, Fred Savage, whose little brother uh, has mental issues of some unspoken kind. They never really say like what's wrong with the kid, yeah. but he's in a home for some reason. He's just kind of quiet. And uh, uh, Corey, the kid played by Fred Savage, goes and breaks him out of the mental home, and they go on a road trip. And on the road yeah. trip, they meet up with this girl played by Jenny Lewis. Haley Brooks? Yeah, yeah. Brooks. Yeah, Jenny Lewis and, uh, is awesome. We'll talk about her in more detail in a minute. <laughs> and then they decide that Jimmy is really good at. They discover that Jimmy Jimmy's really good at um, at video games, and they decide to go to this um, uh, video game competition in California, right? So that California. Universal Studios conveniently. So that's the whole movie. It's a road trip to California to go. Uh, to a video game competition. Yep, video Armageddon. Video Armageddon. And, and the, along the way, like all the adults are just like, it's cool. All these kids are traveling alone. They yeah, whatever. Just, we'll sell them bus tickets and help them hitchhike and all that stuff. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, protect well, them from an adult that seems to want to take them home safely. Putnam. <laughs> I, I just yeah, re- I guess he was kind of aggressive. I just figured out what his name was. Like I remember, uh, I remember John made me's of all, of the whole cast of uh, the Wizard back in the Wii I days. Did. And you had Putnam in there as uh, as breast toucher, but uh, I did. his yeah. uh, his name is Putnam. <laughs> his, his name is Putnam, and he has the worst uh, string ties of all time. But yeah, <laughs> he's just a sleaze ball character. Like they just they just lay it on thick. He touched my breast. That guy. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I remember hearing that line in that movie. I was like. Oh, she said breast in a in a movie about Nintendo. Yeah, this is like kind of weird. But yeah, there's, there's some swearing in it. Oh yeah, for sure. So uh, do you want to read? Uh, do you want to read like the review of this? The the sure. the Siskel and Ebert review. We were talking about this earlier before we were live. Sure. So oh, this cool. is Roger Ebert's review from December fifteenth, nineteen eighty nine. Uh, it's not too long, so I'll, I'll read the whole thing. Um, the Wizard is one of those movies that provokes. The, hey, wait a minute syndrome. You know, the kind where you keep saying things like, hey, wait a minute. How could a nine-year-old boy walk miles along a desert highway without being noticed? (laughs) Or wait a minute. You mean to say a trucker wouldn't even stop if he saw two little kids coasting down an interstate highway on a skateboard? 
Or, wait a minute, do businessmen in their lunch hours really gamble on video games with little kids? Or, wait a minute, could three little kids, for their ranks have swelled now, really make it from Utah to Los Angeles without anything terrible happening to them? But wait a minute, I know, I know, The Wizard is only a silly little Christmas kitty movie, and we aren't supposed to ask questions like that, but we must. In an age when child abduction is the subject of half the TV docudramas on all the milk cartons, how are we supposed to blind ourselves to the central fact of this movie, which is that a 13-year-old boy and his 9-year-old brother, accompanied by the way of a, accompanied part of the way by a 13-year-old girl, managed to walk, hitchhike, and con themselves all the way from Utah to the National Video Game Championships in L.A. This movie is filled with shots of these little kids walking down highways, hitching rides, walking into bars, video, parlor, video parlors, and Reno gambling casinos. And there wasn't a moment when I didn't question the sanity of the film and, the, and fear for their safety. It was only after the three little kids arrived safely at the championships that I began to question the ethics of the film, which is, among other things, a thinly disguised commercial for Nintendo video games and the Universal Studio Tour. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, fair enough. No, it does go on for a little bit longer. It's longer yeah. than that, but read the article at uh, RogerEbert.com. Yeah. Read the whole review. <laughs> well, uh, Haley Brooks is a woman of the road, man. Like she, she knows years everything. Ago today. Yeah, she she could help. Uh, she could help you find stuff. Uh, her, I always thought her character was super interesting. Well, for one thing, if you don't know, Jenny Lewis is like a is like a fucking rock star now. She's incredibly awesome. Yeah. Uh, both mm-hmm. Jeremy and I have met her before. Uh, we, we used to go see Rilo Kiley shows and all that. Rilo Kiley is an awesome band. If you haven't heard them, you should totally listen to them. They're fucking great. Um, she actually has her own like side projects and solo projects and basically everything I've ever seen her do, I think is amazing. So, uh, Janie Lewis is, is an awesome, awesome person. And I remember one time we went to go see her at, uh, Shuba's, which is across the street from, uh, Uncle Fun. Mm-hmm. And, uh, she mistook me for one of her band members. And that was pretty cool. Like she came up oh, to wow. me and well, you, should, came, you should have went with it. Well, you should she have gone on tour. I, I would have. Well, she came up to me and she was like, "Hey, uh, can you?" <laughs> she's like, "Hey, uh, can you grab the?" And, and then she like turned around and she's like, "Oh, oh, you're not that one guy." And then she walked away and I and I was thinking like, "But I can be, you know, <laughs> I can pretend. You can pretend. Come on, let's let's. I'll, I'll be. I'll, I'll pretend to play guitar. I, I I'm not musically inclined in any way, but you know, I can stand and look pretty on the stage. Like, let's go for it. Yeah. <laughs> but she was trying to. It was pretty BGVs. cool. BGVs. I didn't really get to fully talk to her, but she did think I was a different person and was like, hey. I wasn't That's like, cool. and, and then as she was running away, I was like, you touched my breast. She was like, you don't know me. <laughs> and I was like, hey, Jenny Lewis, come back here. And she told me this. For your information, butthead, he's headed for the video championships in Los Angeles. That's what she told me. No, not really, but yeah, no, her, her character is great. And, and I was, I always felt sad for her in the movie because like, you know, she talks about her parents. You never see her parents. And then you see her house and it's like an abandoned trailer and her parents aren't there. So I always thought that maybe they don't exist. Like maybe she just kind of tells people that her dad is whatever. Yeah. And that maybe her dad is like all those truckers that she knows around the way and I don't know. And and yeah, you meet her at a bus stop. Like she says she got sent home by her parents and they sent her on like unsupervised. Like that's when they meet her. And yeah, I always just thought she was like homeless or something. Like, I don't know. And she also has predictive powers. You know, she's able to tell when dice land and all that stuff. So 
She got that one, the one big black dude, all the money, and then she took it back from him. I remember that. She's like, because he wins five, he wins like five hundred bucks or four hundred bucks, and she's like, "Here's your ten dollars back." And then she takes the rest. But yeah, that's He's like, oh, yeah. But then he comes back, and you know, and they like corner Putnam and all that later in the movie. But yeah, and I mean, then even after the guy thinks that this other dude is is like molesting his little friend he still like lets them go out on the road to continue on their adventure oh like, yeah 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 <laughs> well they got to get to video at no point does anybody stop and say this is this is nuts yeah <laughs> or at least like just drive him to california i mean well that'll get rid of most of the most of the movie I say not to mention the uh when they destroy each other's vehicles pretty much completely like no one ever like everyone's just kind of cool with that oh yep. yeah yeah, <laughs> Putnam and uh, and Jimmy's dad, like oh. they basically just completely decimate each other's cars. Yeah, Bo Bridges, uh, Bo Bridges and Christian Slater. I don't, I don't remember their names, but uh, I know, but I know the name. I'm, I'm sure you do, right, John? Like, do you know the names of uh, Bo? I don't either. remember, like what his, his character name is and Christian Slater. Christian pulled up. Pull up cast list. I don't remember. Well, because I know, like you know, I know Haley and Corey and Jimmy and Putnam right. and Lucas right. and. And Toby Maguire, who's in it for one second at the end of the movie, and uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's a uh, he's part of Lucas's posse, but he's uh, only Christian part of Slater his. Slater is Nick. Yeah, but he's only part of his posse for that one second. So Christian Slater's Nick, Bo Bridges is dad, but what is his name like in the? Does it say? I mean, I'm sure it doesn't say dad. <laughs> As, uh, Sam Woods. Oh, okay, Sam. Yeah. And they own the uh, and they own the woods uh, landscaping business that they have two hats of that become a major part of the movie. I guess that's how what helps them. I can find tell you the later. creative process that went into writing that. They first thought of the last name Woods, and then they thought, "What do they do for a living?" Oh, of course, landscaping. That was yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I thought it was funny that you know, like Woods and Brooks are like kind of like the same name. It's like it's like let's have let's have a bunch of last names with two O's in them. I mean, I'm sure like Lucas's last name is like Toots too, or something like that, you know. And you just, or no, yeah. his his name's like Dowers Lucas or something Tukas. like that, right? Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was Lucas like two kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's like, uh, yeah, Haley Haley Brooks and Jimmy Woods, you know, whatever Woods and Brooks. But uh, I mean, I I uh, when I watched it this last time, I made sure and made note of all of the NES games that are shown in it, so. Do you want to do you want to go through them real quick? Yep. Teen- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles number one, of course. There's a lot of that in there. Yeah. Uh, Mega, Mega Man. Turtle. Yep. I don't know which Mega Man it is, but there's a Mega Man in there. I, th- I want to say two, but I'm not sure. Uh, Zelda two is in there. Super Mario Brothers three, of course. Super Mario Brothers two is in there. Uh, Rad Racer, Ninja Gaiden, Double Dragon, Contra, RC Pro Am, and uh, Metroid is, is what I got from what I saw of them playing. And it's funny that, well, you do see a lot of play choice 10 machines, like when they're in the arcade, Ooh. but a lot of those arcades that they're playing are not actually the arcade versions, which of course, you know, like yeah, the double dragon, the double dragon that they play is not the arcade double dragon. The arcade double dragon was two player and you can play at the same time. And also uh Ninja Gaiden that oh they play. Gosh. The arcade is different. You know, Ninja, Ninja Gaiden arcade is different. So, cause I remember so the you, guy who plays Lucas, is like gotten into some trouble. I, that's, really? I just went down a rabbit hole. Oh no! Uh, what, He's so bad. What, what, what did you He's find? So bad. 
He's, he's it's really bad. He's actually really bad now. <laughs> it's really bad. Um, looks like he had. Uh, he's a registered sex offender for acts with child with children. Oh no! Oh wow! Yeah, well, uh, just keep your power gloves off her, pal, huh? <laughs> <laughs> right. I guess he couldn't keep his power gloves off. Uh, oh wow! Damn, Lucas, sex offender. For a pedi- I don't want to wear the power glove anymore. Yeah, it, it's tainted. <laughs> wow. Yeah, <laughs> I guess he couldn't keep Where's his power gloves glove, off man? anybody. Yeah, that's uh, that's kind of crappy. The re- the way I figured that out is I was looking at the cast list, and everybody's picture was like a professional picture, but his was a mugshot. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh no, Lucas! What happened, man? Otherwise, I never would have even gone down that rabbit hole. Ever since he lost Video Armageddon, so anyway, he just could never come back from that. <laughs> Can never come back from video Armageddon. Jesus. That was the end. That was the end of him. Jeez. Yeah. What a what a downer. It looks like everybody else is doing okay. Well, uh, I know that the guy the guy who plays Jimmy Woods, like he actually goes to conventions and stuff, right? Because I saw yeah. he's in like indie films and stuff. Well, I saw that. Uh, well, I listened to it. Like one of the retronauts, like their last like live show or la- or live meeting that they did was at a video convention somewhere where he was at, so where the actor was at. So I know he goes out and still talks to people and all that. He's like, yeah, I'm uh, I'm not that great at, at Mario 3, but, you know, have him uh, say some shit. So uh, have you yeah, ever... Yeah, still working, huh? Yeah, I guess. I always thought that their uh, family relationship was a little confusing on this. Um, so, so what I get is, uh, so like Christian Slater, Nick... Him and Corey are are brothers, right? Full brothers. Mm-hmm. Is that what's up, or are they half brothers too? Because I know that Jimmy yeah. and Corey are half brothers. Because their mom, the mom that's in it, she's the second marriage of Bo Bridges. So he could have had Christian yeah. Slater from his previous wife. I guess they don't really get into that, but they do say that Jimmy Woods is a half brother to Fred Savage, and Jimmy Woods also has had a twin sister that died in the river. She like drowned in the river or something like that. This is kind of like yeah. this yeah. emotional thing that they sort of shoehorn in like in the end to like right. try to make so the I movie think, make yeah, sense. Sure. Yeah. Well, I think that's yeah. supposed to say it reveals that he's uh, emotionally traumatized. Like that's why he acts the way he does. Yeah. He carries he's around the, experience, uh, like some severe trauma. Yeah. It carries around that lunchbox that has a, that has like her shoes in there and like a picture of, of the whole family together. By that, by the um, dinosaur statue world that they go to later, which is like basically like, how can we end this? Like now that he's won the video game thing, oh yeah, take him to the take him to the fucking dinosaur thing, you know, where he yells really loudly in the car. California. Yeah, which is a uh, if you ever want to have a fun drinking game, watch The Wizard and drink every time you hear California. You will hear it all over the place. I mean, everybody says it. Haley says it. California. Uh, where's uh, Fred Savage <laughs> says it? California, please. <laughs> everybody says California. <laughs> I, I made a soundboard for this live show, and I have like six different Californias on here. Three from uh, three from Lucas, and well, I guess five. Three from Lucas, or not Lucas? Uh, not that fucker. Um, three from Jimmy, and uh, one each from Corey and Haley. But they all say it. 
That's like half of Jimmy's lines, or more than half, probably. That's pretty much all he says. He's like a Pokemon for the for most of the movie. He's like the California Pokemon. It's just like California. I think there's only a couple <laughs> other things that he says. Um, like he thinks it's Jennifer. He says, "I, I don't want to give up." It's the longest thing he says. Oh, yeah, he says, "I don't want to give up." When they're like about to, Corey, I don't want to give up. Yeah. yeah, and there's there's another there's another line that he says too that I I don't know what it is, but. His, uh, he, he, he says, buy Super Mario Brothers 3 at one point. He just turns to the camera and says that. <laughs> it was really weird. Maybe maybe you just saw See that. See you in two years. <laughs> no, I thought I was, he's, uh, he does like the Twin Peaks thing. He's like, see you in 25 years. Like the, like the weird, like the weird voice. <laughs> 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 but, uh, yeah. Um. 97 games like that's one of my I, I said that at the top of the show of that that being my thing but uh that's uh do you think that that was how many because how many nes games are no, there way, total? No, there, way more there's got to be like there's but, like 500 right i thought there's something like 700 in total including all the the tensions the, um, and, and uh the random ones whatever. yeah i have 97 so, of them <laughs> that movie came out in 1989 yeah like there's yeah. definitely more than 97 games at that point. Yeah. And, I, and that, that would be have been like, like the peak 250 of, or 300. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, how long had the NES been out by 89? 4 years. Yeah. 4. And there were and everybody was putting games on that. Like that was the big right. that that was the switch of its day, you know, where it's like <laughs> put a crappy game on here, people will buy it because they don't there's no internet. Like we have no idea it's to like, tell like whether it's it's like the switch in the movie too, because anywhere they go, they just hook it up to a random TV that just happens to be like ready to play it. Oh yeah, it was, well, it was big and, enough, uh, Nick. So it was big enough at that point that they made a movie about it, and yeah. they're trying to say that there's only 97 games for this thing at this point. No, yeah, for sure. Uh, one, there are a couple of things when maybe I maybe was... it was first party Nintendo games. Yeah, well, well, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> The the ones that they showed. Well, they they showed less than ninety seven. But uh, there are a couple of things that I noticed in the movie that I'd remembered differently, like from whatever happens. Number one, uh, when they when they you know their tires get slashed by Putnam. Putnam puts his uh, knife in the tires, and uh, when he when they go to get the car fixed, and Christian Slater Nick is playing uh playing the NES in the uh, in the mechanic place on the TV. I always thought that that was their NES, like the mechanic like had an NES there that they could play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but apparently he found the NES in the back of the truck with the, with the, with the tree that's back there. You know, there's this yeah. tree that like stays in the back of the truck through the whole movie, uh-huh. and right. it loses its leaves at the end. And then the very end of the movie, the tree is gone, like because uh, Haley and Jimmy and Corey are all sitting in the back of the truck, and there's no tree there. They never really. Resolved what happened to that little tree that's in the back of the truck. That Maybe- tree will be back in twenty five years too. Yeah, <laughs> they might. Um, but they planted uh, it somewhere along the way in honor of Jennifer. Well, no, that's what I was thinking. Maybe they planted it at the fucking uh, dinosaur place that they go to right after they leave the lunchbox there. They uh, they plant the tree in the ground, and that's why it disappears. But yeah, it just uh, totally this disappears. Tree after represents that. Jennifer. Yeah. <laughs> It'll totally. grow. It'll grow into a giant, mighty oak later, and tell Link where to go to save the Hyrule and all that stuff. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, the the Christian Slater says that he found the NES in the back of the truck, 
and that he fixed it and that it did that it didn't work and he fixed it which means he probably he just like it. did the did the slow blow right on the cartridge <laughs> to get it to work or put another it's cartridge like, oh, yeah, with all the rest of the on, on top of the other you know, yeah he got out the tweezers and whatever the shears and fixed his NES as to say he probably did where he put the when he, when, uh, put one over leave, the other when they leave the mechanics i wanted to say when they leave the mechanic uh nick grabs the NES cuz they're leaving any like Unhooks it from the uh, TV really fast. Or no, it was his dad. It was Bo Bridges. Yeah. And uh, and and uh, they leave the RF switch. They totally left the RF switch attack attached to the back of it, which bothered me. Oh, well, it's it's, it's <laughs> so hard. I just watched this last night. It's hard to take it off quickly, you it know, had, because you have to like unscrew it. And, yeah. And everything. Yeah. But it is. It does show up in the hotel later, where they're uh, they're they're sleeping they're sleeping in the bed together, which uh, which just made up a funny song about a. Uh, Sleeping with her, sleeping with your dad, and how Bo Bridges was probably farting on him and all that stuff. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, they're they're like trying to sleep, and then Christian Slater like plays plays the game, and then Bo Bridges stays up playing the game. But I always thought it was funny, like when he starts talking about, and I wish I had the line. I didn't, I didn't get it from my soundboard, but where he talks about the Mecha Turtle and like the scroll weapon and all that, all that shit's real. Like uh, uh, my roommate Conan. Like I mentioned before, like that was one of the only games that he had growing up was Turtles One. So he played the crap out of it, and he's actually beat it like a couple times. But uh, yeah, that Mecha Turtle is really fucking hard. <laughs> like that's all real shit. Like same thing when he starts talking about the uh, Zelda Two and all the extra stuff too. Like where Bo Bridges is playing it, and Nick like turns the game off. But he's talking about the river or something or other. I don't know Zelda Two that well, but. I know that that's how we figured out that it was Zelda Two was just like what he was saying about it because you only see it, you don't see it for very long, and you you hear the song, you know, you hear the music from it, but but yeah, that's I, I would have got. I think pretty, he said something about Palace Six. Yeah, well, I would got would have got pretty pissed off if somebody just like turned it off though, because that game's hard as balls. Like if he had gotten to wherever he said he got in the no, movie, why was the kid doing that to his dad? That yeah, was the opposite way. He should have been really like, uh, dude. Uh, well, I mean, back in the day, they didn't realize how difficult Zelda Two was, and how it's just going to be one of those things that transcends time. That it'll always be difficult, you know. But <laughs> I just thought it was weird how like Bo Bridges he gets so into playing. Ninja Turtles, and he doesn't want to leave, and he completely forgets that his son is missing. Like, never mind my <laughs> son who's missing. I want to finish. I got to beat the Mecha Turtle. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, the, it's just a. It's just like a sons. Uh, two sons. Two sons. Yeah. It's it's just uh, showing <laughs> how great the NES is. It makes you forget about your loved ones, and uh, you know, remember that <laughs> forget that they're missing, right? <laughs> I was what another funny line. I wish I I didn't get it. I didn't get it from my soundboard. But at the very end, when uh, when like Bo Bridges shows up at the competition, you know, and they're all watching Jimmy Woods play. He it's funny. Like he he's talking to Fred and he's or Fred to Corey, Fred Savage's character, and he's basically like. He's like he's a he's like he's a great video game player. Like, why didn't you tell me? And I was like, dude, you guys haven't seen each other like for the whole movie, <laughs> like. He would have never. He was not able to talk to you like when he found out that Jimmy Woods was great at games. Like he hasn't talked to anybody. Like nobody's talked to anybody since then. He didn't no ch- have cell phones back then. Even not like he could get on the cell phone and call his dad. Yeah. He's on the road. Hey, dad. Yeah. Jimmy's really good at video games. Bye. <laughs> I guess maybe he thought that he was good at games before, and that's what that line is. But I don't know. I don't. I think uh, the one the one line that I have from Bo Bridges for Jimmy on here is uh, this this. 
I don't, this doesn't even make any sense, but this is what he tells him. Jimmy! Watch the mushrooms! <laughs> watch the mushrooms? Like, they're going to get you? <laughs> I watch don't, the I don't mushrooms. Watch the mushrooms. Yeah, watch the mushrooms. So, I think you uh, meant Goombas. Yeah. yeah, I guess. Yeah, some of the stuff that they yell at him is you know, pretty pretty amazing at the end, where it's like, Jimmy, just another go. Another thing I noticed in the... In that in that scene when uh when they're playing Mario three, they keep calling it World Two, but it's it's one three. Oh yeah, bother me too. Oh yeah, yeah. You mean Super Mario Brothers Three? That game. <laughs> that game. This game. Oh yeah, there it is. I mean, my favorite one is. Uh... Ninja. But yeah, it's a... hey. <laughs> The uh, another thing that I remember differently, like speaking of video Armageddon, I always thought that Jenny Lewis knew where the warp whistle was and she told him where to get it. But he finds it on his own, and it is kind of believable the way that he finds it because he just does the part in that first ghost house or the first castle, I guess, where you just run back and forth mm-hmm. and you fly up to the top, and he finds the whistle, you know, before before she says her uh, her great line. <laughs> I mean, all she knows is the is the flute opens the warp, but she doesn't know where it is. I always thought that she knew where it was and told him, but no, he finds it on his own. He pretty much does everything on his own, but people are still like saying, "Like, yeah, do that. Like, do do what you just did, Lucas, or not Lucas, Jimmy, <laughs> the Lucas on the brain." Now that he's all crazy, uh, sex offender and all that stuff. But uh, yeah, they're like, "Go, Jimmy, go do that," and he's already doing it. But one another speaking of stuff that doesn't make sense in video Armageddon. What about like the score system? Like it's like uh so they're going by like you know, points and if you anybody's seen like King of Kong, you know, points, you gotta stay in the level and like keep doing you know, getting all the multipliers and all that. Instead of like getting a warp and like going to to the world four, like that's not gonna get you more points. I don't think you get points for warping in Mario three, do you? I mean no. you, yeah. Mm-mm. Like that doesn't make any sense. It's like no. is it a mixture of points and how far you can get in the game? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, and you saw like the score would like go down when you die. Like, that doesn't happen to Mario. You keep your score. Yeah, I know. Is this isn't like uh this isn't like House of the Dead Overkill or anything <laughs> where you lose points when you die. Maybe it's a special edition cartridge of Mario Three, like the World Championships cartridge. Oh yeah, like the um like That's the, kinda what I was thinking. Yeah, like the old uh like like the old Star Fox uh competitive edition or whatever that's supposedly worth a lot, like the Super Nintendo mm-hmm. one. And there's like a Donkey mm-hmm. Kong one. There's a bunch of Super Nintendo ones that are worth a pretty penny, like those uh, championship edition versions. So yeah, you're you're right. It could be like that. I hope that it has that crazy, uh, what is it, those like knights running that it shows like the points. Do you remember that with the stream of yeah. uh, behind him and he's running and it says like yeah. warp zone and yeah, all that stuff in there. It's like, uh, yeah, I was always like, uh, I don't, you know. It's always funny That's to see how it happens. Yeah, it's funny to see like made up video game graphics like in movies and then they're like kinda I know what that is. Also that dude, the announcement I was gonna say, at least they got the sounds right. Like normally in T V shows back in the day, they would have some kid just like filling with the controller oh, yeah. and some random sound that wasn't even from that game. It would be like <laughs> he's playing Street Fighter and then there was Space Invader noises. Yeah. At least they got the sounds right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, and they definitely, like, 
they're, they're, it ed- it's edited to be like super loud. Like you'll hear like the bloom, bloom, and like the, like the destroying bricks and all that, you know? It's definitely in there. Like the sound design definitely made it louder than everything else, I think. So, you know, it, yeah, it's, it's good that they got that right. Aside from like the, uh, you know, like the arcades not being the right arcades and all that. And, and, uh, yeah. I was trying to think of, uh, yeah, there's a couple things that like, don't make sense but most of it's like in that in that uh mario 3 part at the end where it's like i don't understand how they're how they're judging this competition here like if it's uh how far you get or your points or whatever and i I, and i'd completely forgotten that they just that they're in universal studios and they just totally like walk through that king kong ride like (laughs) like in the middle of the movie you know yeah i completely forget about that they're all so terrified even yeah. lower down behind the stage in a metal cage. Yeah, and and he like shows up back there. You know, that's kind of and and it, and Putnam's like he's like, wait, what is what is what is this thing that you have? Like, I don't understand it. Like, he has like this really bad line about like uh, the when they use the elevator. He's like, what? What is this? It's like, dude, it's a fucking elevator. You can see the <laughs> string and the pulley system and all that. You know, Does it's it? pretty easy to. Don't they threaten him with karate or something at that point? I feel like, uh, yeah, I feel like that happens. Putnam? Before he, he's like, kind of does one of these. and then No, 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 the kid. God, I, I just forgot his name. I just blanked on his name. Jimmy? Not Jimmy. The other Corey? One. Corey. Not Jimmy, the other one. Corey. Corey, yeah. Yeah. I don't remember, yeah, I don't remember the karate part, but he does, uh, he does say something to him to distract him before, uh, before they do the elevator thing, but then, but then he seems so confused by it. Putnam does. He's like curses. <laughs> yeah, and then later, like one of my favorite things is he totally comes around on Jimmy too. In the very end of the, in the very end of the movie, this is what he has to say about him. I know that kid. <laughs> he uh, yells for him and says, "I know that kid." At the end, at the end. <laughs> When they're when they're all when they're all hey, super excited when he wins, yeah, he's like, "Hey, I know him. I chased him for the past like week, and I grabbed him and carried him around really weirdly." You know, I mean, he totally looks like the uh, child molester type. I figured that Putnam would would get into that before uh, Lucas. Not but, Lucas, you know. Yeah, it's the saying. His defeat just uh, took him down. Like he couldn't he couldn't come back from that. <laughs> it's a hard thing to recover from. Yeah, and when Lucas was playing, like he had like people like screaming his name out in the crowd. I love you, Lucas. Yeah, and there was a female gamer there too. You know, like so there is something. There three was people. Moira Grisham. Yeah, yeah, that was Moira Grisham. Yeah, that there was, was like, one point really where they were at uh, when they were on the the lot and they were like going around on the tour buses, and uh, someone says something about a. Uh, a movie with Pee Wee Herman and Zsa Zsa Gabor and the oh, romantic leads. Yeah, I yeah. I remember what it was, but that was weird. Yeah, it's called like Hotel something or other or like something fiasco or something yeah. vacation. But yeah, there's like a starring Pee Wee Herman and Zsa Zsa Gabor. So there's a Pee Wee Herman name drop also in, in that in 89. Oh. Was this, this had to have been post uh, <laughs> Big Adventure, right? When was Big Adventure? Do you guys know? I think that was 80. Yeah, it was post Big Adventure. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Big Adventure was like eighty six or eighty five. Yeah. I, w- I wonder if like by by eighty nine was it like kind of like overused? I think Big Top had come out too. 
I thought Big Top was like early 90s, but I may be wrong on that. I haven't looked. That was 88. Was it? Oh, shit. Yeah. I, f- I always felt like it was such so much later. Well, I did see Big Top in the theater, but I don't think I saw or I don't think I saw a big adventure in the theater. But uh I'm wondering if like that trope of like, you know, kids going through like a studio or whatever was like kind of overused, like with them being at the Universal Studio by then because they do the same thing in Pee-wee's Big Adventure, you know, where he's like at the Hollywood thing and he like walks across the Godzilla set and then he goes through some like crazy beach movie or whatever that they're shooting like maybe that had been used a bunch by the time 89 came around and maybe that's what ebert was like oh it's just an advertisement for nintendo and universal studios which i mean what yeah. is remembered for is the nintendo advertisements not universal but which it was yeah which I, yeah no i mean it was but it's uh it's charming in its own way you know just because of its ridiculousness and and i and i and from and from what i from what I've heard, like Nintendo didn't really have that much of an involvement in it, right? Aside from just like, you know, copyright stuff saying like that it's okay to use their like games, but I don't think they had they were behind the story or anything like that. Maybe right? they made sure all the sound effects were correct, and that's why they were. Yeah, no, they were they were good. Like, which is which is that's that's something it actually catered well to the, um, you know, to the game. And we should definitely mention at this point, uh, Nintendo's continued relationship with universal studios oh like right it, like yeah maybe it began on that movie maybe that's where it all started it <laughs> oh yeah it for 30 yeah. years you, do you remember i'm sure you remember yeah. do you remember when we were talking about like the mario movie and how you like mm-hmm. wish that uh disney would have done it and all that and i told you like yeah. how i don't want disney to own nintendo too and all that yeah. well uh i mean they don't know they don't know nintendo but disney apparently is very soon to be owning fox as well so can you yep. imagine, like, Close to Fox? Not all. Yeah, not all of it, but I mean, it's kind of getting sort of scary. Like, if they own everything, then where's, uh, you know, it'll all be from them. Isn't that kind of like some sort of monopoly law or something like that? I don't know. Getting kind of freaky. Probably, but the X Men. It's very, coming to the it's very scandalous. You know? Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm just excited about there being a good Fantastic Four movie finally. If the if Marvel has hold of them, you know, we'll finally actually get to see them. As they should be seen as great and not shitty movies, but that's a whole nother thing. I know they're not getting like The Simpsons and some other stuff. Fox, there's it's like parts of it, but they reminded me of that, like how Disney they're owning, not owning Fox the world. News. Fox News is still its own thing. Yeah, but who wants Fox, who wants Fox News really? I mean, other than yeah. Trump. But I can't. I can't remember. There, there was a, a political joke made about it that was like, or I guess it wasn't political. It was just like, why wouldn't you know, the creators of fantasy and fiction want to be owned by Disney. Yeah, right. I think that Disney just probably just doesn't want it. You know, they're probably like, uh, you can keep that, that no, sh- I, you can keep that yeah, shitty yeah. news station. I mean, well, yeah, Nintendo and Universal. Yeah. So who would have known? Was, they started it. It all started in the Wizard. I hope that they it all say that. With the Wizard. I hope that when they open their Nintendo Land or whatever in the Universal, I hope that's how they it tell everyone. It all started everyone. with Donkey Kong, actually. But that wasn't a good relationship. Oh yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, with oh, the yeah. whole legal battle, the wizards like, where they Donkey made Kong events. and King Kong. Yeah, which yeah. is which is kind of funny that with King Kong being in the movie and all that, I guess it's, right. It's good. Uh, all kinds of layers to this. What <laughs> a complicated relationship they have. It's a very it's a very detailed movie. I mean, that's why. Uh, I mean, is it? Does this have a Rotten Tomatoes percentage, or like, have you actually? Has anybody looked it up? 
I haven't looked. I was going to say, you should at least have a higher percentage than than the new Star Wars movie. That's what, is what I'm saying. Which, uh, well, I know who we can't ask about it, Roger Ebert. 26% on Rotten Tomatoes for The Wizard. Lies! But uh, oh but the audience is sixty percent, so it's higher, you know. Yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's a totally watchable it's movie. It's a cult classic. For sure. I, I mean, I would I it's would a watchable movie. Yeah, yeah. it's it's oh, it, it's only eighty minutes. You know, there's not a whole lot of time wasted or enjoyed in there. However, however you look at it, and uh, I I would it's a movie that I would play a lot at the bar, like whatever bar I worked at. You know, it was it was always a crowd pleaser because people remember it, but they haven't seen it in a while. But it has so much Nintendo stuff in it that it's pretty. Pretty easy to sell, you know. People people are norm- normally into it from having it on. Is there? A, I mean, is there anything else you guys want to say about the movie? I mean, there's so much. I feel like we've talked a lot about it, but I, but I, I can't. think it's. Yeah, I was going to explain my comment earlier about how everyone was wearing uh, Vision Streetwear, which I don't know what that is, but it must have been really popular <laughs> at the time, or they sponsored the movie because I think I might have had it at the uh, competition where literally every kid is wearing Vision Streetwear shirts. <laughs> Yeah, I think I might have had a vision, including Jimmy. He's wearing one. Yeah, I think I might have had a vision shirt at some point. There's there's all sorts of like weird, you know, eighties fashion and pink and stuff like that. It's a very eighties movie. I, Tobey Maguire rocked that late eighties mullet, awesome. by the way. Yeah, he had the mullet and and he had a pink shirt too. I think uh-huh. pink shirt. Yeah. I wonder how they did. They just like grab him and be like, "Hey, can you just stand in for this one part?" Because he's only in that one part where they're just standing outside of the. Video Armageddon competition there, you know. He's not at the earlier part, isn't he, at the part where we first meet Lucas? Or no, no, he isn't. He's not there. He isn't. He's he just d- at the competition. He's at okay. the competition, yeah. Because I was looking for him. But no, you don't see him until the very end of the movie. I didn't realize he was in that. Yeah, no, it's... Yeah, he is. I remember the moment that I, I found him. The wizard. It looks... I was in college and I was watching it with a couple of people, with uh, uh, a couple of people that we know. And uh, I had to rewind it. So does that tell me why? Because... Uh, at the time, Spider Man had just come out. Oh we yeah, watching it. Yeah, no, I remember we saw it, we saw Spider Man one together. But uh, but mm-hmm. no, it's like it's him. Like it's totally Tobey Maguire, but but he looks the same except he has a mullet and he's shorter. You know, it's like a hundred percent him. It's like zero <laughs> percent. He's trying not to look Tobey like a Maguire. badass. He's trying to look like Lucas is like you know, little lackey, whatever badass folding his arms. It's really funny. But he, he's tiny. He's like the shortest one. I out think of it's all great of them. on IMDb. He's listed like. He's listed really far down because he had a less of a part than like the bus, the guy who sells the bus tickets and stuff like that. Well, yeah, he doesn't even do anything. He just stands. He just stands next to. Lucas. He's even below the the studio tour guides above him. The guy that talks about Pee Wee and Jaja. <laughs> well, he has a line. I mean, uh, yeah, it's like totally here. I don't know if you can see it, Jeremy, or people at home can see it, but he's the. the oh pink, yeah, you can totally see it. Pink shirt in the pink. right. I mean, it, on the left, that's a uh, that's totally him, one hundred percent him. <laughs> yep. Yeah. No, they it's pretty they pretty much just walk out and just get into place, and he just stands there and just just you know looks at looks adoringly at Lucas, like <laughs> he talks about whatever you know. How so? Since both of you guys have power gloves, like how disappointed were you that they didn't have any sort of uh, gyroscopic control in there, or did it at some point? Like that you couldn't drive a rad racer like that, like Lucas did. I was, I, I, I knew long before because I mean, yeah, I bought. I didn't get this until I was in college. My brother gave it to me, and I already knew the power glove was garbage at that point. I just wanted to own one. 
Yeah, yeah, me too. I got it in college or shortly after college. And uh, I think I've only ever tried to actually play it maybe once. I've tried to play Super Mario Brothers and not possible. Well, it's basically just like you have a controller mm-hmm. on your arm, right? And it's just like... Yeah. Well, you you have this thing on the TV. It's kind of like a... like a You put it on the corner of the TV. It goes on the top and on the side. And then you hold your hand up like that. And you tilt this way, that way to control, uh, at least in Mario, to control Mario. And then jump was you flick your finger like that. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Because I, I had a friend... Boing, 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 boing. I, I did have a friend who had who had that thing in, in high school. And it was basically, he just, you know, he's just like, oh, you just played here. It's like, oh, you, that's all you do. You can do that, too, but it does have stuff in in the fingers like i think this is a and this is b oh okay well yeah that's kind of the precursor to jumping with the wii mode or whatever you know i guess there's no way that you could like make the make it be like um i don't know make it make it be like driving where you use like one and two or your fingers to go like left or right there's probably no way you can do that right? you do that by tilting yeah Oh, okay. So you can so you can do that. The red racer. Yeah, thing. you can do that. Yep. Oh, okay. You can see the sensors on there. Yep. Oh, I always figured that you couldn't. So do you need a? You probably need to plug in some sort of whatever to to use. Yeah, it? it's the thing that goes on the TV. You, you plug this. Well, it's got the traditional plug for the controller, right? But and then it, there's the thing on on the TV, and I forget, but I think that plugs into the second player mm. slot. Um, it's like a square thing hangs on the corner, one on the top, one on the side, and there's these little red lights uh, that it reads. How uh, it's like a precursor to the Wii sensor bar, kind of. Right. Yeah. How long is that cord, by the way? Like for the, it looked pretty long in the. Uh, Let's see. Uh, it it looked know. pretty long in the movie because uh, Lucas walks pretty far away from the TV, like to you know to talk to them about. Yeah, it's longer than Probably a regular at least six feet. NES controller, I think. Yeah, it's pretty pretty long. It's long. Like eight or ten feet. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, no, it looks uh, it looks pretty. It's probably way longer than the uh, NES Classic cord, right? Right <laughs> for that sure. thing. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Was there is there anything else you want to say about uh about the wizard? We're uh, I, if you haven't seen it. Go watch it. I think it's worth it if you like classic video games, or you know if you you know like simple kids movies, whatever. It's a simple movie for sure. Yeah. Um, and definitely if you're a child of the '80s, there's some nostalgia in there for you. Not a great movie, but um, a great movie in its own right. Not not a great movie, but not a bad movie. By any chance, yeah, I think, it's, I think it's I think it's a great movie, and it makes you it, it'll make you feel really nostalgic for playing games and arcades and talking to your friends about yeah, just all the all the fun that came with that back in the day. I mean, what right. what about if you're a new uh, what if you're a new gamer that uh, didn't grow up in the eighties? Like, if and you're, that's a good reason. We'll learn you know, some history so you can see what it was like. If your first if your first yeah. system was a sixty four, like the PlayStation, even you know, or like a. Or PlayStation Two, even like some of these. I mean, people born in '96 can drink now, so it's a whole crazy world out there. Like their first system might have been a GameCube, even you know. 
how uh, you know it's like it's go true. look at look at how great uh, uh games were back in the 80s you know yeah how it was all about uh coming together and playing a game nobody had played before something like that would this movie be as good if you put a current gen like a ps3 in there or something well, I don't know because you have to do the arcade. The arcade has to be a part of it, you know, because they play the yeah. uh, because they play so many games on the road, and like everywhere they go to has to have an arcade of some sort, so they can do the betting, like with the adults and making the money. Like he's a, you know, Jimmy Woods is the shark, pretty much, where he's like, oh yeah, no, he's a kid, young dumb kid, he can't play the game and all that, you know. So it would have to be. It would have to be like a fighting game or something, like because arcades are kind of dead here. I yeah. mean, they're still in Japan, but it would have to be like Guitar Hero or like Street Fighter or something like that, you know, for it to be believable. Them having a whatever. I say watch it, enjoy it for the nostalgia factor. Uh, if you like video games, you know, there's something there for you. Yeah, you can get it. Well, you were saying you can get it for like three bucks on YouTube, right? Two ninety nine. Yeah, I was looking on Amazon, and you can buy it used for like five dollars. So, if you want to own a DVD version of it, it's not that much, you know. I'm sure if you find it in any sort of used uh, video place, you can you could probably get it for a couple bucks. Like if you go to an actual store that has it, I'm sure they wouldn't sell it for very much. But yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty easy to get. Um, it's yeah, it's totally worth having as a piece of history, and it's just a funny. It's one of those great like bad you know whatever yeah. bad movie nights. If you wanna if you ever wanna just have some drinks and do a shot every time he says California, you'll be loaded in no time, you know? Or you can, like, you could put it on in the background while you're playing another game with your friends or something. Yeah, like Just Mario 3 or whatever, yeah. It's totally worth it. Anyway, uh, Also, check out Jenny, Jenny Lewis's music and Rilo Kiley, and if you haven't heard that, it's like we were saying earlier, she's a total rock star. She makes some really good music. Oh yeah, fuck yeah! Like no, totally, totally listen to Ryle Kylie and Jenny Lewis or anything that she's done. She's great. Oh, look, look her up in a. She's in an old Golden Girls episode. Uh, you might want to see that too. It's pretty funny. Yeah, I mean, she was in a. She was in a couple things. Like there were some other movies she was into. Mm-hmm. She was in Troop Beverly Hills, and uh, she was in Pleasantville. Oh. Also oh, yeah, with Tobey Maguire. I forgot about that. I just thought of that. Also with Tobey Maguire. Oh. They got back together again. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Well, uh, we're. Uh, I think we went like over two hours for this, so I think we should probably wrap it up. But uh, let's let's uh, do our normal thing. You know, we're a Nintendo yeah, main sorry podcast. Sorry about being late. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry that we started a lot later than uh, usual. But you know. If we ever do another live show, we'll try to do it better next time. You know, there's always the technical issues with this type of thing. But, you know, we're Nintendo Main Podcast. This has been our 100th episode. Um, you can find us on iTunes or any other place that podcasts are sold and all that fun stuff. Um, you know, we have NintendoMainPodcast.com. It's where you can find most of our stuff. Uh, YouTube.com slash FingMater. You can find stuff on there. I'm going to be streaming uh, Romancing Saga 2 later today. Probably I'm probably gonna take a second and eat something, but probably around like three or so. If you guys want to tune in and check that out, I'll, I I might stream it to YouTube. If not, you can find it on you can find twitch.tv slash Nintendo Main Podcast. We do stream stuff on there. I just streamed uh, like an hour, like just under two hours of a uh, ukulele on there last night. So I do, and then I did like Resident Evil Revelations and speed run of Super Empire Strikes Back and stuff like that. I've been doing uh, retro games on Sunday and new switch games on Thursday or Friday, depending on when they release. But you always check that out. 
And uh, I know uh, Jeremy has some articles written for an Ardu Boy magazine. What's that called? I think it's called uh, Ardu Boy magazine, right? ISSUU. Yeah, you can just Google uh, Ardu Boy magazine. It's the only one that exists. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm in issue 11 uh, right at the beginning of I'm the first article in the magazine. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, there's a- uh, and all yeah, we got a bunch of YouTube links in there too, and uh, I'm gonna be trying to stream a little more. I know I've said that in the past, but I finally think I'm getting my setup right. So I'm gonna try to start streaming games on Tuesdays, and probably look into like doing a new Switch game if possible as an excuse to buy a new Switch game every week. What? Yeah. Well, yeah. That, I mean, that's what I've been doing for Thursdays, just to try to play a new one every Thursday. And he actually gets. I've actually gotten some people watching stuff for that if it's new enough but uh, what i've also been doing is just to just whenever you're playing a game by yourself just stream it you don't even have to commentate on it you can just turn off yeah. the mic and just play it and just stream it like i did that for like mario 64 when i was playing that and that's kind of what i've been trying to do like i was like i want to play ukulele for a while so i'm just going to stream it you know that's kind of how i do it and maybe people will watch it maybe people well, all won't, my but now it's out there through. yeah yeah everything's ready to go that as far as that's concerned yeah because in my like game office the the switches goes through the computer, so all I need to do is just turn on the streaming, whatever, and it starts going. So I just try to stream every time I'm playing, you know, not handheld. So do that all this stuff. But yeah, anyway, and you can uh, you can email us also at nintendomainpodcast at gmail dot com. But uh, we've been your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson, Jerry Mikowski, John Litter. And uh, what do you guys? What do you guys want to go out on here? Uh, we, uh, you know, we always do our outro song, but since this is a live one, I think one of us should actually introduce it. My original idea was to go out to uh, "Send Me an Angel," which is this, which is another song from the soundtrack of the That's Wizard. That's what I was going to say. But since we've been talking about Jenny Lewis and all that, I thought about going out to a Rilo Kylie song. What do you guys think? Ooh, that's better. That's even better. I, I, well, my personal favorite album was "The Execution of All Things." And uh, which you have that yeah. one too, of course. I was either going to do uh, the title song or the first song from it. The good that won't come out. That was always something that was on mixtapes uh, for me. I, say I like we, the good one. I say we do that one. Anyway, thanks for listening. Uh, tune in next week for our episode 101. We're going to do some uh, wonderful one on 101 stuff. I'm hoping to get a guest for it. So. We'll see what we can do. Or if you're listening right now and you're a big fan of of Wonderful 101, send us an email at nintendomainpodcast at gmail.com and you can be on the show next week. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening. Merry Christmas, everybody. Thanks a lot. Merry Christmas and Hanukkah and stuff. Merry Christmas.